Hello, people. We are we are back. We we have overcome the technical difficulties barely, absolutely barely. Yeah, sorry guys. Mike is ever the professional. Yeah, I'm, I'm just an amateur, guys. Don't you know this? <laughs> <laughs> no, guys. Uh, yeah, we're here. We made it. Just about. Just about. As always, guys, welcome back to the Lambency Show. Joined today by myself, Mikey RPG Gamer, and TRG David for the weekly Ew. anime recap. Uh, covering today, we will be looking at a lot of season finales, tearfully but gleefully looking forward to a lot of new uh, upcoming series. Uh, we've got quite a few uh, trial scenarios today that we're, we're going to show to you, see what you guys think. Um, as always, we've got a great character versus character to be kicking off with. Uh, but first off, how have you been, Duff? How's your week been? How was your Christmas? Uh, Christmas was pretty good. Uh, we didn't go out this year, didn't see family, so it was just me and the wife. Um, it was quiet, it was nice. Um, I probably ate too much food on multiple occasions. Um, and yeah, it was it was a good Christmas. Uh, how about you? Christmas was chaos as per usual, but you know, we, other than that, we've we've been pretty uh, pretty good. It's, it's, it was it was a joyful time. It was it was a happy time. I very much in, enjoyed the uh, the week. You know, was it holly and jolly? It was very holly and jolly. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, next year we're we're planning on doing some big stuff next year. Um, but this year it was a nice quiet. It was a nice quiet one for just the two of us. Yeah, you know, sometimes sometimes that's just it's just nice to have that. Sometimes it's just nice to have that. I'll apologise in advance if any of you hear stuff background. My child currently having a bath. Um, <clears throat> one of us is married and one of us is a dad, but neither of us are both. So neither of us are full grown ups yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, guys, we've got we've got a lot of good stuff to touch on this week. Um, if you haven't seen already, guys, please make sure to pop over to the website first off. Uh, we've currently got the latest article with the holiday special uh, for this week in gaming, episode 18, as well as you can catch up any previous episodes of the weekly anime recap. If mm-hmm. you're watching this on Spotify or any other video broadcasted service, please feel free. You mean listen Spotify. Yeah, I should say that, shouldn't I? If it's non-video broadcasted, who's going to be watching? Um, <laughs> yeah, you can listen to us over on various uh, different podcasting websites as we have on our own website. Uh, and as always, you can see any articles and any of our guest forums or if you'd like to be on the show you can fill in and let us know uh and as always if you haven't already please feel free to join the discord where you can uh mm-hmm. get on loads of our discussions and uh come and annoy lamb with all because you know that's that's the best mm-hmm. thing to do on your on your daily basis it's also a good place to get all of the updates on what's coming uh to know when stuff is coming out and also, um, I think it would be kind of cool uh, when we do like with the character and character stuff that it, uh, you know, we start putting that in the Discord and we get people who are in the Discord to do the voting, not just the people on Twitter. And we'll see what comes down. Also, as Lam has just mentioned, uh, don't forget that the Clinton Ring merch will be gone on January 1st. You've only got four more days to get it just before the New Year's. So make sure 2022 you get your Clinton ring merch before it's gone. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, you do. Get 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 it or go bright and center, you know, but just don't don't keep letting your mind confuse you though like it does cuz I keep reading it as Clinton ring, not Clinton ring and it's uh All right, it sounds Mike, like well, a yeah. problem. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it's it sounds it sounds like a very much a you problem. You should speak to your partner about that. Anyway, anime uh rev welcome in buddy first off secondly uh you're you're on you're on a very very tight path as already is mate 
You found this new show, SEO is trash, mate. Absolutely trash. Mate, it's not new for a start. Mm. Mm. Do, do, do you know what? Brev, if, if you'd keep up with the weekly installments of the anime recap, you'd know that SAO is actually quite old and you'd be able to watch the new shows, which are much better. See? See? Dab's learning. We've got it. <laughs> I got this, guys. I got this. <laughs> yeah, but like, like we said to you last week, is this is this going to become a weekly thing now? Is this like me saying to Lam, Lam, I'm resigning every week when he pisses me off? <laughs> Here's my notice, buddy. Uh, I agree that there are shows much better. I mean... I actually had a discussion about SEO the other day where it's, it's, everyone agrees it's a very good star anime. And I don't disagree there are better shows, um, but it's not trash. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I'm out. Yep, Lamb's gone Ooh. out. I, um, I don't think, I wouldn't necessarily call myself SAO SAO trash. <laughs> but I, I, I respect that that is a very common opinion that people have uh it's just not for me i actually like sao uh i like all seasons of sao including uh alfheim i i feel like if people were to give alicization or even gungale a bigger chance they would like sao more than they think too many people just stop at um, alfheim online ggo was the best season have you seen the latest rev of alicization because i would agree before i saw alicization second half of alicization to be specific considering it's their longest arc so far um i'm hoping unit or ring will be just as long because that should be pretty damn mm -hmm. uh, yeah, talking talking about the new anime the good stuff what's coming out mike what have we seen what's what's happening oh we we've got so so I, i'm gonna con winter oh so first off i'm gonna, I'm gonna have to talk about this little thing because it's, it's been bugging me okay some websites right, are calling this Winter 2023. Some websites are calling this Winter 2022. The ones with common sense are calling it 22-23 because the anime world cannot decide whether this is 22 or 23. And it's really freaking annoying when you type in Google Winter 2022. And some websites are giving you the start of this year's anime and some of them are giving you the updated anime for mm -hmm. coming out. Um, well, when, sorry, go on. I was going to say, well, winter typically is sort of from December to February time, so it does cover both years. So really, they should say winter 2022, 2023. Yeah, that's, that, that makes sense, right? Yeah, you'd think. So, um, yeah, uh, as, as for we got good stuff coming, honestly, I've, I've already coined this season, this the season of Isekai. It's, it's we've literally... It's, it's, if it's Don't not, you mean weeb literally? Weeb literally. Weeb literally. If... <laughs> If it's not an isekai-related anime, then it's one that's based off of a game, is what I've noticed. We've got at least two heavy heavy hitters based off of games that I can remember off the top of my head. Um, we've got a ton of isekai, and I think we've got a couple of romance as well, slash slice of life. But not many big, big names. Obviously, we're carrying some into Winter 22, 2023, continue, continued simulcasts, which will just be covering as we normally do. Being Maya here at Academia and Blue Lock, they will be coming with us. They won't be leaving us um, because they're a double course anime. Um, but yeah, we've got a ton of really interestingly named isekai, uh, but most of them I haven't read the manga of. And two big ones based off of games. So we've got Nier Automata, which we'll be touching on more later, as well as The Legend mm -hmm. of Heroes. Um, so yeah, we've, we've got a lot to look forward to, man. It's going to be a great Absolutely. start of the year. I, I really actually want to get into, into talking about that stuff, so... Let's get through what we've got to get through first so we can get to the good stuff, the juicy stuff for next the season. Meat. The meat of it. Yeah. Again. <laughs> right, let's so. pop open and open up 
to my hero academia yes honey give me a second i'm being i'm being summoned so i'm gonna let dav entertain you guys for a second and i'll be back oh okay this is gonna be fun i have not watched this so let me hang on to oh one of my screens has died. There we go. Okay, I'm back. So, my hero. So, we have... Wow, that was a great episode. We see uh, Shigaraki possessed again. It doesn't sound very good. Midor... Uh, oh, I'm terrible at reading these names. Midoriya attain new levels of power. Compress, face uh, face reveal, and his father, Oji Harima, a Robin Hood-type character. Seems some villains are doing this as... Uh, vigilantes, not true evil, and uh, My Hero Academia announcement for the second half of the season. I don't know what the announcement is because uh, that he hasn't put it down. Uh, that's my terrible reading of um, what I've just read. Yeah, MH My Hero Academia. Uh, so it sounds it sounds like it was a well, it was a great episode. He wrote and he wrote great in capitals, so it was a great episode. Uh, he really wanted to shout that out. Uh, I don't know who Sh uh, Shiragaki is, but they've been possessed again. Sounds like they don't have a very strong uh, willpower to be able to deal with that issue. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, Midoriya, or I don't even know what that is, attains new levels of power. I don't know what these powers are, but they are on brand new levels. Uh, probably, I'm going to guess level two. Uh, and uh, Mr. Compress, uh, he reveals his face uh, by compressing his face. It's, uh, it's a clever little trick. I don't even know if that's what happens. Uh, and his father is is Robin Hood, uh, called Oji Harima, which is uh, which is actually Japanese for Robin Hood. It's totally not. I made that up. Uh, is Mike back yet? Mike, Mike's just come back now, and I'm pushing okay, myself for your little review there. Mate, I had no, I, I was talking about my ass. I had no idea what any of those things meant. I just read them and made it up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's brilliant. I love that. So, your actual review for this episode, guys. Uh, Dav, that was brilliant. I love that. Thank you. Um, Though this episode was actually phenomenal. So this is the last episode of the first core of this season. Uh, I believe it's split into two, maybe three. Um, now, this episode was amazing. Now, this time we see Shigaraki get possessed again. This time by um, All For One. And we go completely in-depth with it this time. So what happens is you actually see his face start to transform. And we learn that the hands that he has all over his face are actually catalysts for All For One to be able to control him a lot easier. Um, he's conditioned him into when he is scratching himself a lot, he needs the hands, and the hands are a way for All For One's power to seep into him easier. Uh, now Midoriya being Deku, um, yeah, he, he attains completely new levels of power. He breaks to his limits. Uh, he gets basically like a spidey scent from the fourth wielder of One for All. Um, and honestly, when, when he does this, it, it, they literally depict it like a spidey sense. I can't even like begin to describe to you. <laughs> he's literally just turns and he's like, Oh, I, I can now sense where danger is. I can sense bloodlust. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's something else. Now, the Robin Hood stuff, that was, that was hilarious, because Dav actually hit the nail on the head there. Wait, is that actually Japanese for Robin Hood? You hit the nail on the head. You hit the nail oh. on the head. <laughs> yeah. I was just talking about my ass. No, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, he is a Robin Hood character. Um, sorry guys, apologies for the, the background noise. 
Okay. Uh, the, the, the trials and tribulations of being a dad. Apologies for that, guys. Yes. Um, no, we're okay. We're we're all good. We're all good. If if you need uh, if you need to go again, I can just read the next review and just talk on my ass again. No, it's it's okay. He he has <laughs> an. Uh, to 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 give you guys some context, there. I'm not I'm not murdering our child or anything. He has a attachment to um, Pikachu, uh, a, a teddy, Pikachu. and we we put it in his bedroom after his bath, and he couldn't find it. And we're like, oh crap, because he's in our room getting getting dried after after a bath. And... It's, also, it's 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 weird because it's a green Pikachu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, we're 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 all good now. We're we're all good. Uh, double checking before we carry on. So yeah, um, he 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 is a Robin Hood. Uh, the name literally transfers to it being like Robin Hood. He himself comes across as a Robin Hood character, and we start to learn more about the League of Villains, how they, a lot of their members aren't just obsessed over destruction, they actually want reform, they're more like Robin Hood kind of characters, uh, they're more like vigilantes, and a lot of them don't actually realise how evil some of their allies are, uh, they think this is actually an organisation who wants reform, when it's actually an organisation who wants destruction of everything, so it's going to be interesting to see how they change as the series progresses, uh, and yes, one of the biggest things... Uh, was seeing uh, Mr. Compressor's face reveal, uh, a character we I never even thought we'd get a face reveal for. Um, that was that was hella interesting because he, he was actually quite fit. <laughs> I can't even lie to you. It was really weird because he just comes across such a goofy character. You're like, this guy has no right to have such a good looking face. No right at all. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was just a little hilarious, hilarious tidbit there. But he goes out in a in a fashion, um, and unfortunately, yeah, we've we've lost another one of our of our League of Villains. So that's that's two villains dead in this arc. Um, now the big news is for this though, guys. Um, we we'll touch more about this at the end of the show on our news part of it. But our second half of this is going to be animating Midoriya slash Deku's uh, vigilante arc. Uh, where we see Dark Deku. If you're watching on Spotify, you would have seen the thumbnail. Uh, you'll see the thumbnail for Twitch after the podcast, guys. Wow, this he looks something else. Yeah, I'll show you guys later, but it's it's impressive, the character growth we're about to see out of, out of this dude. Um, so yeah, does, guys, does, stick, does stick around. Does he look like a tree? What do you mean, does he look like a tree? No, does he look like a tree? No. Uh, why? So it's, it's, it's a different sort of Deku, is it? <laughs> You're Come on, fuck me! I am. That's that's what you hire me for. Not that I'm getting paid, but that's what you hire me for. <laughs> for. Really shit jokes. That's what I'm here for. I'm here all week, guys. Yes. I mean, I'm not. I'm here one day a week, but you know. I mean, so. I point self hands. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, guys. We will be going on to Beast Hamer, and goddamn, this season deserves an. This season, this series deserves another season. This season um, deserves another season. This season deserves another season. Just give me season 1.1. 1. 1, point 2. <laughs> point, I don't know. Um, point, yeah, point 3, point 4, point 5. Give me all of the season 1 seasons. So, our MC finally tames the demigod, the little uh, nine-tailed uh, little, little girl, which just increasing his harem that he didn't mean to create a harem, but just ends up having a harem. Uh, they buy a house. So now they're kind of grounded down into the city. Uh, find out the whole house is haunted. And then we realise 
Uh, as touched on earlier on in the series, I don't think Dav actually knows this yet. Uh, each person in this world is only meant to have one job role. Uh, beast tamers aren't meant to be this strong. Now, we already found out previously he has two job roles. He's a beast tamer and an insect tamer. They don't count as one. We also found out he also knows spirit taming, so he has three jobs. And he tames this ghost, who is also a quite a busty female, and adds her to the harem. So now we've got two characters added on to this sorry, last episode. Sorry, what, what? Adds, her, adds her to the what? To, to the harem. Harem. Okay. Harem. Okay, um, not, not, not the harem. Yeah, the, the, as the you harem. Said. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Um, it sounds like more. He is his job is simply tamer. Yes, it should be. That's it. He's well. People call him a beast tamer just because they don't realize that he's just a tamer. He's a full tamer. He can tame everything. Well, yeah, that that will be the interesting thing. Um, and I'm definitely going to be reading the manga on this to to try and um see where it goes, because I'm not sure if we're going to get a season 2. I really hope we do. It definitely deserves one. Um, much like Black Summoner did last season, and how everyone coined this White Summoner uh, being very similar, but in the opposite power sense. Um, it's It deserves it so much. The animation is brilliant. The character growth has been awesome. Um, like, like I mentioned last week, as far as niche anime goes, uh, and I'm when I say niche, I'm cutting out big names. Um, it's, it is up there in the top three, um, for sure. I am so happy with this series so much. And I'm very sad to see it go. I am very sad. That's why I really hope for a, for another season of it. Because it's it, it really got you in the feel sometimes as well. So, yeah, I recommend everyone gives this a watch. I will be re-watching it in dub. Um, like I usually do for anime that I really love. Uh, so you may hear me touching it again to judge the English voices. Mm-hmm. Moving on, we've got Love Flops. And I tell you one thing about this series, its name is right. It's a flop. I, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry for the cruel dad jo- joke there, but... Uh, you know, the action was great, okay? And I I kind of like the, the VR plot now, but we've lost it already. There's, they can't come back from this. They've done such a 180 to the point of now we're like, well, it's just, it's confusing. It's got no, uh, it's it's got no, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for here? There's just... Direction? Yeah, it's a mess. And like we, we spoke about before how Dav was saying like, uh, you can have mindless action without it having a story. You know what? I can see that point. Some people enjoy that. And some people prefer to have a big story. But there's one thing that I feel like both sides can agree on and is if you're gonna do one you've gotta stick to your lane you can't you can't just do two thirds of a series going in one direction and think oh no we're just gonna go to action now and just say fuck fuck you to the story like no no you've given a story now you need to carry on with your lane um the the you can't you can't just switch lanes halfway through it has to be you have to have like one tire in each lane for the entire show you know if if by 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 episode two you you should know as a viewer that this show will flip flop between these two my headset died Uh, oh dear who cares about let me let me plug Um, this in so yeah by by episode two you should really know that this show is going to be a flip flop 
between whatever genre A is and whatever genre B is. So that you, you're prepared for that, you know it's coming, rather than just halfway through to do a, you know, you're settling into this nice anime, halfway through, and I can hear you all again. Flip, and then it, <laughs> it's just something else. I don't think that that is how they should do it. And Mike, just to quickly repeat, I was saying that by episode two, you should know that it, it should flip flop between two genres. You should know that you know every other episode might have it's two different genres mixed in. It shouldn't just be a hard switch halfway through. Yeah, we. Uh... I, I completely agree, and that's my problem with this. I love the animation quality for this anime, I'll say that, guys. But the story's lost on me, and I don't often say a series doesn't deserve another season, but I wouldn't... I would rather see a, a, um, a producer's funds go into another anime more deserving uh, than waste it on another season, personally. That's just my take for it. Uh, if you enjoyed it, I'm happy that you did. Um... But there's not many anime have said this for on the show, but I feel like it's a piece of hot trash. Just, just, just my, wow. my, my honest opinion. It's a harsh critique for this show. I'm sorry. Yeah, that is definitely quite harsh. Um, I was not expecting it to have dropped that badly. It's a real shame for an anime that uh, from the start of the season you had really high hopes for and were really into. It really was, and I, I, we came in as a replacement as well. Um, we, we dropped an anime that we really didn't like from the get-go. It started off really strong, we enjoyed this show, and it just... It, no, I'm sorry, it just it just didn't live up to it. It's, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame, but it happens. Moving on, though, on a happier note, to The Eminence in Shadow. And you know what? I'm glad we still got a few more episodes to go for this because it's brilliant. We're setting up for the next episode here, so there wasn't much to discuss in today's episode. Um, but we did have, you know, the usual combat check, beauty check, clueless MC check, thinking that it's all his ego and everyone's doing this for his premise when they're not. Uh, recurring characters, we finally saw Beta come back in and Alpha, which was nice to see them again. And yeah, I just I just can't get over this. I cannot wait to see this one in dub. I really can't. I hope that some of the scenes that they've managed to pull off in English in the Japanese version will still hold the same gravity in the English version themselves. Um yeah, such as the I am atomic line. Yeah, they, they need to... If they don't get that right, I'm going to hit on them so hard. <laughs> because that's that's just, like, what made the show. Um, that broke the internet for for this series. Um, so, so yeah. But, guys, you know, it's, it's it was... You know, it's not an episode that I could, I could rant and rave about and say, oh, my God, it was amazing. But it's not an episode that I can show on either. It's, it's a setup for the next couple of episodes we're, we're going we're heading into the finale we're heading into the last of the season but what i will say already is we need another season uh i started reading the manga for this one already started going ahead i know some of what's coming and if they leave it where i think they're gonna leave it it sets up really nicely for a season two and i really just hope it gets picked up on um, I haven't looked into how well this anime's done yet because it kind of that nerve racks me a little bit. Cause I, when I get attached to an anime, I don't want to see that it's done poorly. Um, <coughs> but I will, I will end up inevitably looking after the season it has concluded. Uh, but in the meantime, we will look forward to some more Eminence and Shadow. I think we've got about two or three episodes left. 
Well, I, it's, uh, I hope it ends strong and doesn't flop like love flops. Well, love always seems to flop. <laughs> it certainly does in the real world. This is true. Now, what was a fire episode? Was Blue Lock? Heck, I should. I need to stop saying it was a fire episode. It was a fire season. We, we, we're only halfway through, technically. We finished Call 1. Um, so as I mentioned last time, guys, we will be going into what is the second selection. Now, part one of the second selection was done in the first half of this episode. They have to score 100 goals within the time limit, I think, was an hour and a half, maybe two hours, against an AI. The ball has receptors, so the AI is actually able to... The AI hologram is actually able to touch the ball. Um, and there's three levels. As you score a certain amount of goals, this level will increase. And it will add things to make it difficult. So the first level was just facing the goalie. The second level was facing the goalie with uh, no obstacle. Uh, sorry, was facing the goalie with still obstacles. And the third level was facing the goalie with moving obstacles with the ball having spin on it. And they had to surpass the limits to be able to learn how to control the power of the shots, the angle, etc. You couldn't use your powers here. You couldn't use teamwork. It was a one-on-one scenario. Once our MC moved through this, we go into a room with loads of characters. Here, you have to put together a three-man squad. Now, Batura comes in straight after him. So already we've got our MC and Batura, our two best boys, come together and make a two-man squad. They're looking to either wait for um, the ginger guy, who I always forget the name of, or Chigiri, uh, to make up a three-man squad. However, plot twist! The uh, the last team that they faced with the white-haired boy um, who was like their star player, uh, who'd never been beaten before or anything, uh, along with his rich friend who uh, kind of got him into soccer, kind of, it's kind of like manipulating, like puppeteering him, because the white-haired boy just doesn't, doesn't give a crap, he'll just do whatever. Um, he really wants to learn more about why he was, he was bitten, beaten and play with these people uh, so he turns to our mc first off and says come join my team where me and the purple head boy and mc goes like no i've already said i'm playing with bachelor i'm not going to do it so the purple head boy is like oh well we're just gonna have to move away come on let's go and uh he doesn't leave he just turns and says well in that case let me join your team and everyone's just like what the fuck nanny um so we have what is seemingly the strongest team in blue lock but one team and they progress through the hallway, about to face their first team, and it happens to be the best team. Because remember, you've got rankings on on your on your arm, um, and the team they're facing has three players on it, ranked one, two, and three. And we're like, oh shit! <laughs> Even with this team, you might not win here. But the rules are, are quite simple. If you win, you can steal a player off of the enemy's team. You go forward to the 4v4 game. If you lose, you go back. You play a 2v2. If you win, you take one of their players. Whichever player doesn't get picked from the loser of the 2v2 is disqualified. Moving forward. And so on and so forth until you beat the final stage. Uh, until you have a 5v5 match. And yeah, this, 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 if I thought the first half of this call was fire, this half is so much more because they've, this isn't just football now. This is tactics. This is playing with your skills more. And this is character growth. And some might say this is war. This is war. Um, so yeah, core two, bring it on, baby. Come on, January. We can't, we can't wait. 
Um, I'm very excited. Blue Lock has definitely come by surprise this season. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds it sounds really really good for an anime. In my opinion, centered around something that is incredibly well slow and and quite boring to watch. Uh, it sounds <laughs> very very good. So it's it's something. It's it's if if they've been able to pull that off, especially for for someone who is not a football fan to be able to say it's awesome, uh, they've got something special on their hands. One hundred percent. I yeah. I, I'm I <laughs> I'm not a football fan in the slightest. If they did that with the rugby, you mean I would have been on it from the start. But so would I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now onto a bit of spe- sweet moment, guys, with more than a married couple, but not lovers. Oh man, I. I'm upset that this is finished. Genuinely, I am upset. Um, I hope we get a season two. I'm not confident that we will, but I really hope that we do. Uh, I'm going to go straight and read this manga. I put notes everywhere to remind myself to go and read this manga. Um, Yeah, so I got to be honest. First half of the season finale didn't get me because it it revolved around our MC and his crush. And I was like, I'm not interested in seeing her. And I know a lot of people agreed with me all over Crunchyroll, all over the forums, because she's such a plain and bland character. We know why she's there. She's there for character development for him. He's there. She's there to give him a difficult choice between two girls, etc. A, a decision. Uh, a difficult choice all men wish they had. Yes. And then he's got Akari. The Gyaru, the beautiful, the sensational, the one with the most character development that is basically like if you played Stardew Valley and had Haley, who is an absolute bitch on the surface, but when you get to know her, she's amazing. Yeah, you've got that. Um, she's like every popular girl, basically. You, you you don't know the popular girl from you know her friendship group's kind of perspective. You only know her from her outside, and she comes across as quite an assy kind of person. We all know who that person is. You can, I'm sure you've all got an image of someone you knew in school at this point. Um, and then you get to know them, and they, they have all sorts of intricacies uh, about them inside. Intricacies. Yeah, intricacies. Um that you never thought this person would have. You didn't think they'd have this kind of depth. You automatically assume that they're quite a shallow person. So already, she's won us with her character development, let alone her character design, which is phenomenal. Um, so we get to see a nice little date between our MC and her in the second half of, of it. And it's it's beautiful. She becomes late. He's worried she wasn't going to appear. He thought it was all for the... Um, rankings, etc. She doesn't. She's obviously not interested now in swapping partners. Her crush was never interested in swapping partners anyway. Uh, it's just him and his crush now. So it, it seems that even if they get a high ranking, because she might not agree or her crush might not agree, they won't get this partner swap. So his, his de- decision is already going to be more to, to veer towards her now. Added on to that, then we get to like the last five minutes of it, and it's quite a quaint moment because we get to see. All three of them. And it ends with us going to a shrine. A love shrine. They make an offering. And the two girls give all their bags to the MC. And they go, right, we're going to start at the bottom. There's loads of hills, massive stairs. And we're going to race. You know, kind of symbolizing the race to get his heart. To make him fall in love with one of them. And it's, it's just a really picturesque moment. Filled with... 
deeper meaning and metaphors showing different levels of love first you see someone not just holding hands being shy on a bench then you go up further and you see someone dating eating cake together feeding each other you see a married middle-aged couple uh, off to work uh, at the top you see someone about to get married and the last couple you see is an old couple sitting outside the house on their porch before they reach the shrine um and then as they reach the top they meet someone who has the same name as our mc uh, shiro um an older couple and it's kind of insinuated that one of two things that's either his parents or that's um like a metaphor saying oh this is this is what you guys could be like when he's older um or it could be both it could in well be both and then we we obviously end with the with them throwing in their offerings and cut credits. But wait, there's an after credit scene. Oh no! Dun, dun, dun. And it's simply a cut to the rankings board where their couple has ranked at number three, and the crush, the, their crushes have ranked at number four. Meaning, if they wanted to swap, they could. And it seems that no one has noticed. Uh, season cut, and hopefully we get season two. And I, oh man, I just want more. I'm sad. I want Akari. Akari, Akari is like my, you know, for, for character design, she won it this season easily. Um, which I mean, obviously with with her type of character, she kind of had to. She is obsessed with fashion, so it's not hard to see that she, you know, is gonna be a high contender. But yeah, she she was a uh, yeah. So do we know who uh, who couples one and two are? Uh, no. No, we don't know who couples one or two are, which would be interesting to find out. But no, we do not. Well, know. there's a there's a plot for season two for you. That would be nice. That would be, be the nice. number one couple. Now, we have moving on. Bleach, thousand year blood war. Disclaimer: Please ignore people on Twitter bitching about the fact that we've got to wait for a few months for Bleach's second core. This has been split into four cores, which means four sets of 13 episodes. They need breaks in between. Animators need breaks to, you know, obviously they're, they're putting the subtitles on this. They're making sure everything's fitted together. Just be patient with them. If you've waited 10 years to watch this and you are bitching about the fact that we've got to wait a couple of months to go into the second part of the season, I don't know what to tell you. you, you it's just being ungrateful. Um, that's my little rant. For, for today because I mean you know to put it into perspective it's like have you ever been like you know have you ever needed time off work because you're burnt out yeah have you ever taken a holiday just to you know switch off and relax or even just to go somewhere and do something that isn't your job everybody needs that including anime writers animators uh, subtitlers all of that so don't don't hate on people for being human and needing a break Exactly, you're hitting the nail on the head there. This is exactly what... Oh man, it's so frustrating. So frustrating. Anyway, we got a double episode season finale, which was brilliant. Episode 11 and 12. Sorry, episode 12 and 13. Excuse me. Um, and yeah, guys, this this was emotional. Um, so episode 12 was going through more of the backstory between the father and the mother. And we learn a lot. Um, we learn how Kisuke, uh, our MC Ichigo's sensei, uh, met them. We learn how he was the one to save his mother's life. 
Um, and to save his mother's life, his father had to give up his Soul Reaper powers. Uh, as a Soul Reaper is the opposite of a Quincy, as is a Hollow the opposite of a human. Now, bearing in mind the fact that to counteract this, uh, the the wife was, had a Hollow inside her. And she's a Quincy and a Hollow, so she needed two things to counteract it. First, she needed the essence of a Soul Reaper, so we had to give up the es- his Soul Reaper powers to be able to counteract that side. And then to counteract her other side, he had to become a human and stay around her all the times. Uh, so they become married as well. But they, they did love each other anyway. It was kind of love at first sight, so that was a lucky thing. It wasn't a forced kind of thing there. Um, and as it goes on, we learn that, look, he didn't have his powers, but he was still insanely strong. She And he become a doctor, learning all his knowledge that he learned of medical techniques up in the Soul Society. She did still have her Quincy powers, but she didn't use them, uh, and only when she needed to. Now, when at the beginning of the Bleach series, way back when we find out that she's killed by Grand Fisher, the Big Hollow, we learn that she was actually ready to fight him. She should have been able to kill him in one shot. She is powerful. Uh, unfortunately, the Quincy King rebirthed at the exact same time, and when he did, the first thing that his power was able to do was, if you are not a pure Quincy, or deemed dirty by him, you will just lose it. He will take your powers off you. He could do that. He has that power. He is basically Quincy God. Um, and as just as she was about to fight Grand Fisher, she lost her powers. Uh, because obviously she was tainted by a hollow. She's had a hollow in her once upon a time. Um, when this happened, she died. Uh, and as a result, the hollow inside her was passed down and moved to a different host, which was Ichigo. However, it stayed with dormant in him because his soul reaper powers hadn't been activated until he got stabbed through the chest by Rukia, as we found out again. When this happened, it broke all kind of seals. And every time we fought every time we let the inner hollow out a bit more to help him if he needed saving if he's in a tricky situation if he needed a power up we learned that the seal got weaker weaker till it broke when it broke that is what enabled his father to get his powers back again because he no longer needed to counteract anything so once we finally know all the backstory he's finally aware of what happened who is quincy is the fact that he has quincy blood soul reaper blood Hollow blood, human blood, Fullbringer blood, all inside him. He's basically got every single bloodline in this anime inside of him. He realizes, okay, so my sword to be reforged, what I needed to do, was not harness my Soul Reaper energy. I needed to split apart the Quincy and the Soul Reaper energy and harness them both separately. So he goes back up to Squad Zero and they start reforging his blade. He holds hands with what basically looks like a, the dummy, the doll thing, to um, activate it, basically, and takes the form of the holified um, soul inside of him. And we learn that that is actually, the hollow Ichigo's actually his soul reaper powers is not just a bad guy lying dormant inside him, it's not just a hollow inside of him. It's an amalgamation of his hollow and his soul reaper powers into one. And then we learn one of the biggest things, which is Old Man Zongetsu. Now, those of you who watch Bleach know that Zongetsu is the black robe figure who's helped him through the whole anime and has always been by his side, always helped him, is basically, you know, his his right hand, right hand guy. 
We learn that he's actually been suppressing Ichigo's Soul Reaper powers from the start. He didn't want Ichigo to be a Soul Reaper because, in fact, Old Man Zengetsu is Yuach. Yuach is the leader of the Quincy's. Living inside Ichigo is a thousand years younger version of Yuach. And announced to the current version of Yuach, uh, he lived inside of him. So... Whenever Ichigo needed saving, whenever Ichigo needed to use powers when that you know weren't his, whenever Ichigo needed to level up, he never borrowed Quincy powers. He was borrowing the Hollows powers, and that was like the biggest plot twist because then once he found out this younger version, he didn't try killing him or anything. He was sad. In fact, he just gave him his full powers, and we finally got to see Ichigo's true Zanpakuto. And man, there's only two other characters had this so far. One of them's the new captain. The other one is supremely strong to the point where he's got an illness. He's that strong. Ichigo pulls out two swords from the fire, not one. And everyone just goes wild. He's got one massive sword and one kind of like daggerish short sword. And season cuts, leaving us on a cliffhanger of him standing there, arms spread out like an eagle, holding both swords clutched. Uh, in his hands and he just simply goes I'm ready and Flash steps out and the music starts playing, everyone gets a good response and we now gotta wait and they animated it perfectly I've got I've got no complaints no complaints at all, it was done to the T, it's what we've been waiting for for 10 years, roll on part 2 uh, coming in March I'm honest, mate. I'm so fucking lost. I haven't watched Bleach, so I I I've completely lost. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's completely fair. I I have no idea what you're talking about, but it sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's the thing. If you haven't watched it, it's it's gonna be it's not something you can you can keep up with. I'm using loads of terminology that's you know ble- Bleach only, basically. If you haven't seen it, you're not gonna get it. Uh, which is understandable. Yeah, I imagine so. There's like Hollow Knights, and there's like, uh, what are they, Mayor, Mayor Quimby's? I, I don't know what's going on. Dab's eyes is, is like, he, he's got the, the at icon underscore another at icon right now. I'm just like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you said like Mayor Quimby from The Simpsons, Hollow <laughs> Knights. Uh, what else did you say? She said something else as well. <laughs> I don't know. I just sat there trying to think of dumb jokes. So. <laughs> well, I'll tell, I'll tell you what I've got to say now, guys. Moving on to the last anime review. Chainsaw Man's uh, season finale didn't hold a candle to bleaches, in my opinion. But what I'll say for it is Chainsaw's got burr. Ch- Ch- Chainsaw's got burr. Um, it was good. It, it was a good season finale, don't get me wrong. But I feel like I should have watched it before watching Bleach because it was kind of anticlimactic. I did expect more, considering these two have been compared to each other so much throughout the whole the, the whole freaking show. Um, I did expect more, but it was still good. So it's called Katana vs. Chainsaw and it's exactly that. We had the Katana Devil versus the Chainsaw Devil. Uh, meanwhile, we had Aki versus the woman who is using his dead <coughs> friend's um, so, a spirit thing against him. Uh, so we had two. Thing. Oh, I love the spirit things. So I get forget what's called the soul, whatever demon. That's the word I was looking for. Couldn't remember. Um, 
Um, yeah, it was it was it was brilliant. I mean, my my favorite part from it is when Denji just got so pissed off to the fact he made a, the chainsaw, which we haven't seen him do, grow out of his whole freaking leg. We've seen it in his head and arms. We haven't seen it in his leg, and he grows it from his foot all the way up to his knee, and he Shut kicks. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> it could hey, it could be okay. Um, but yeah, he kicks the katana devil from his groin straight up to his brain, straight in half. Uh, chainsaws went burr, and yeah, we 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 sliced and diced him, man. We we sliced and diced him. Um, whether we'll get a season two, I mean, it is popular, so it's likely. But I hope they do something better with it because it is a little bit disconjointed. It could have been a bit more coherent. Um, uh, please, for the love of God, pick a better opening theme. I've seen lots of people saying it. Just pick. I, I, um, I love the little. Um, well, what are we gonna call it here? You did something different by doing a different ending theme for each episode. I like that, but your opening theme was ass. I'm, <laughs> I'm just that's not my one complaint. Okay. Uh, sorry, Dave. You were saying. Yeah. So speaking of chainsaws going burr, do you want to hear a racist chainsaw? <laughs> well, if you do, go somewhere else because this is not the place for those sort of jokes. <laughs> I panicked a little bit. Sorry, man. It's all good. It's all good. I'm not going to get us cancelled. Don't worry. <laughs> Dav's third week on the job, guys. We're already getting cancelled. <laughs> oh, I love it. So guys, that was the episode reviews for this week. Uh, next week, we are going to be down by four anime. So we've literally only got like three or four anime to review next week, uh, which will be interesting. Mm-hmm. And that'll, that will, uh, not only will that ne- uh, be next year, that will be essentially the next season of the anime recap. Yeah. I hope you, uh, hope you all enjoyed it. We will officially be starting a new uh, season. Which I will be at from the beginning to the end and to the future. Yeah, boy. That's what we love. <laughs> if you really want, I can retcon myself into the old episodes. Retcon him, guys. Let's do it. We'll, we'll, we'll get it done. <laughs> really shitty editing. Just putting <laughs> <laughs> my image into the old episodes. No, that'd be brilliant. So, guys, now onto the meat of the episode. You know the good stuff. We thought of a lot of... So we're going to go into character versus character first. You guys can see that on the screen, obviously. But we've thought of quite a few trial segments there that we're going to trial for you in this episode today because we've got a lot of room. Um, I'd like to put a disclaimer out first that when we when we do these, uh, as future episodes go on, we will not be doing as many of these in one episode as they go on. This is to kind of gauge your guys' reactions, to kind of see what content you guys like and what content you're not as fan of. So we know how often to do certain ones and how, how much to decrease others by. Yeah, and after after we've done all of these trial um, segments, bringing it full circle, my friend, uh, we can put up. Uh, we'll be putting up a, a poll of kind of sorts in our Discord to see which ones come out on top. So if you guys are in the Discord, you can vote on that, and then whichever ones get the most votes, we will do them more regularly, uh, starting in the new season, which starts next week. He got it. But before we get into that, guys, we've got to do. I got here in my mouth. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, before we do that, we've got to go on to... Uh, like, give me the haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Can I shave off the man? Oh, let's do, let's do that as like, uh, if ever we do charity, I'm going to shave you bald, man. 
No. Uh, <laughs> so today's um, I've Jav, you take it. Take it from here. <laughs> my, my head's okay. gone. <laughs> my, my, my mic's off the rails. He's he's too paranoid about losing his beautiful man butt. Um, right. So yeah, we're doing character versus character. The criteria this week was suggested by the loving Mikey. Uh, he said pink-haired characters. So uh, I didn't know what the criteria for who would be better was, so I just picked my favourite pink-haired character, that being, of course, Natsu Dragneel from Fairy Tale, who also known as E.N.D., uh, but we'll just stick with the normal Natsu for this. Uh, it's a cool, he is a cool character. Uh, he's got a really cool character design. Uh, I've specifically chosen the the one where he has come on in the flames because that is from the Grand Magic Games arc when he's got the one full sleeve of his top of his top, and then the one with his fairy tale emblem is exposed. It's done up in the middle. I think that's his coolest look. He's got really subtle designs as well, such as the scarf, which is uh, was a gift to him from his father, who was a dragon. Obviously, if you've seen the show, you know there's more to it than that. But yeah, it was a gift to him, and it essentially has a dragon scale pattern on it. So it's it's a really nice sort of subtle character design like that. He's a real free-loving character. He's pretty. He's a proper dumbass, uh, like both me and Mikey. But they they do say uh, for someone who's so empty-headed, uh, when he fights, his mind moves at lightning speed. He is a master combatant. He controls the powers of a dragon. Uh, both me and Mike are Welsh. So there's a dragon on our flag. So you know. Dragons mean something to us. And he's just a really fun-loving character. And uh, come towards the end of uh, what was officially the end of Fairy Tale until uh, it wasn't, they sent him away for uh, a year, which was, it wasn't like a, an in, uh, it wasn't a filmed year, it was an off-screen year, where he actually trained seriously for a year, because he's never trained seriously a day in his life. He trained seriously for a year, and he came back, and single-handedly wiped out the entire team and melted the stadium of of the Grand Magic Games that are happening a year in the future. Badass return, badass character, funny character, and a character who is absolutely a quintessential hero, loyal to his friends, uh, willing to take on the entire army just because they humiliated someone who... And that someone was, in fact, Natsu's enemy. So... He even stands up for his enemies. Uh, just a truly uh, fantastic character, and a character that I love so much, I actually have his emblem tattooed on my body. So that <laughs> is my uh, my defense for or my case for Natsu Dragneel being the best pink-haired character in, or at least my favorite, in all of anime. Yeah. And it's, it's 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 a hard one to beat. I I myself love Natsu. I love Fairy Tale, but I've picked an obscure option. A lot of you will not know who this character is. This is Cruel Teppers from the anime Surf of the End. You can watch this on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, character design is is a ma- is a major thing for me. You know, we we judge this on a, on a lot of different aspects when we're doing a generalized format. We do their mm-hmm. story, we do their combat, we do their design. And Krill's design is one of my favorites in all of anime, not just Pink yep. Head. Um, I, Mike, I, Mike loves that miniskirt. I, I love that miniskirt. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I mean, I just, I personally, I personally love her design. But Krill Tepes, anyway, 
So she's the third progenitor, uh, which is kind of like a leader. If you watch Naruto, think Okage. If you think watch, if you watch Fairy Tale, think the leader of the guild, etc. You know, she's a leader uh, among the vampires. Uh, and in Vampire Reign, she's actually the secondary secondary major uh, character. Uh, she's reigned as the Queen of Japan, and she's responsible for turning Michaela into a vampire. Now, for those of you who do not know the Seraph of the End story, a quick format for you is vampires have taken over the world, humans are slaves, and it's basically a human versus vampire war. There are some good vampires, there are some evil humans, as per usual. Um... She is also in a prequel story called Catastrophe of Sixteen, which I haven't read, uh, but I do know a bit about. Um, now, as one of the highest members of the Progenitor ca- uh, Council, she did promise that she would destroy human organizations involved with experimentation. We learn more that she is doing this as a good person. Unlike other vampires who are evil, she's doing this not because she wants to hurt humans, but because she wants to stop her kind being tortured and experimented on and being used. Um, she actually decides to spare the lives of various human orphans uh, because she does not decide to kill them. Uh, and she brought the surviving humans underground into Sanguinem to keep them alive from other vampires. Even though a lot of humans, such as our main character, did see this as punishment and as torture, uh, she she was seeing it as the sense of, I'm saving your life at least be somewhat grateful. I'm doing the best I can. So she does have a very kind spot for a vampire. Um, now, she is 1,200 years home. and Home? Old. Why did I say home? Um, that's, that's, a, that's an old home. Yeah, that's an old home. <laughs> uh, she's from the Dark Ages uh, in Greece, and she was nobility. Um... And as such, obviously, she did used to be human once upon a time. You know, she she wasn't a born vampire, so she's not pure-blooded either, which even goes to show even further how much greatness she has, how much power she has to become someone of such a high standing when she's not of pure blood. And so that's a little bit about her history. Now, as power goes, now being a vampire, obviously, she is immortal. She has eternal youth, immense strength, etc. You know, all the typical vampire stuff. Um... Interesting thing about Seraph of the End, though, is whereas the humans use demons to have uh, special weapons, vampires use their blood and they have holy relics. Ironic, considering um, vampires better be like devils and they're using holy items. Don't ask me how it works. But anyway, she is strong. Extremely strong to the point where she can take on the whole progenitor council by herself and still win. Mm-hmm. It's, it's insane. Um... As always, much like uh, other vampires, she has sharp and enhanced senses. So she's able to disconcern events happening in Shibuya without even actually being in Shibuya, which is quite an interesting trait. Um, however, interestingly enough, while she does have a holy weapon, she does not have a first-class vampire weapon like a lot of vampires. Um... And a lot of the time, she doesn't even use a holy weapon, just using her raw strength. We've seen her swing her arm and level an entire room um, with just the shockwave from her arm, not actually having touched anything. Uh, the sun and fire and heat does not affect her. She, We have seen that she is able to withstand weeks in the sun, unlike a lot of vampires who cannot stand more than a couple of hours. If I remember... Um, 
Michaela was only able to survive two, maybe three hours out in the sun before he started to burn and start to crumble. Um, for the fact that when she first became a vampire, um, she wasn't always respected. She was tortured to the point where she would frequently be burnt and burnt and burnt, but not enough to kill her, only enough to the point where her body could just about regenerate herself. And eventually she adapted and became, you, you know, she was she was able to harness it and be able to, to survive in it. It doesn't mean that fire or sunlight can't kill her. It can. Indeed, any, any vampire is weak to fire and sunlight. Um, but she has a much, much, much higher tolerance than any other vampire in the show due to her torture. Um, but this also leads to the fact as to why she wants to save humans instead of kill them as well, because it was a human who saved her from that torture. We don't know too much about that human, uh, but all we know is it was indeed a human. So that's Cruel Tappers for you guys, and also if you haven't seen the anime, please do, because it's amazing. It is It is a good... Uh, it is. Uh, I, I haven't seen Cruel Tappers, but I have seen Seraph at the end. And it's, it's a really interesting certainly start to an anime where you're kind of viewing it essentially from the bad guy's perspective because humanity's the bad guy because they're the one who are experimenting on the vampires yeah and i really like that sort of juxtaposition where it becomes more about the uh you know about the fact that the vampires are actually they're just trying to help the other vampires yeah so it's I really like that whole sort of concept, and I really, I do think they are good animes. Definitely worth watching. You've picked a strong contender there. Uh, I will be interested to see who wins this week. Oh, for for sure. And um, there's there's a lot more to it as well, guys. Like the the anime itself, unfortunately, hasn't had a third season. The manga, though, if any of you are interested in reading after you watch it, please do. Like I say, there's a lot more that we don't know. Um, same with same with Fairy Tale. I can't wait for the new arc for it to come out. So yeah, just just like that. Uh, let us know in Discord and Twitter who you think would win this this bout. Um, last week I took one of my first L's of of the series since since we started the weekly anime recap. Um, yeah, now you've got real competition. Now I've got real competition uh, in our racing. So uh, let's let's see if we can if we can bring it back with with Cruel. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see who will win. Me too. I think I think this is going to be a much more even week uh, compared to last week, so it'll, it'll be good. Indeed. So moving on, guys, we are going to tackle one of our trial segments. Uh, we have a few of them to go through this week, but the first one we're going to uh, attack is less of a trial segment, more of a uh, what are we looking forward to? We've We've obviously went through a lot of trailers last week. We touched on a lot of different anime, um, but what were the ones that really highlighted it for us? So have you got any to kick us off, Dad? So, uh, to be honest, no. Uh, I I don't really have anything uh, that really sort of highlighted anime from this season. Uh, being that I, I, to be honest, I've only just joined, so... Oh, sorry, I mean, I mean, I mean upcoming anime, as, as in oh, what's upcoming next apologies. season. Oh, I've got, I've got I've got I've got six <laughs> that I'm I'm interested in. Um, cool. Yeah. Also, Lan wants to show you, wants you to show Revenant the thing that he's just put in Discord, and it's pretty in in the chat, and it's pretty insane actually. If you just open that, that is uh, to be honest, that actually works really well with uh, an upcoming segment. So keep keep that open. 
let me have a gander over into the Lambency show. Wait. Oh, wait, it's in the... No, sorry, it's in the... It's in the... It's in the chat. It's in the chat. Might be, might be. Mm -hmm. OBS. Yeah. Maggie, so, this. Oh, yeah. I will keep that to one side for now. Pop that open uh, in, in a different tab, and then we'll come back to that in a moment, which yeah. is pretty awesome. So, as... <coughs> yeah, so there are six that I uh, will personally be actually reviewing uh, in the next season. Unfortunately, as I did mention in a previous episode, uh, I do have dyslexia, so I can't keep up with the subs. So the ones I will be watching will be the dubbed versions, which will mean that uh, with some of them, the dubbed versions will be coming out a few weeks after the subbed version, so my reviews might seem a little bit later than others. But they're, they're still going to be uh, the same as Mike's. They're just going to be slightly later than, than when the subs come out. So yeah, we ones... will we will be reviewing those ones together because I'm not going to go ahead and watch the sub ones, guys, and uh, and and start reviewing them and ruin the story for Dav. So once once the English mm -hmm. dub comes out for them, we will do the review together for those animes. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it, it'll stagger our content nicer. Yeah. So there's there's actually only sorry there's there's five that I will be reviewing and then there's one that I might be reviewing because we don't know if it's going to get dubbed yet. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the first one being uh, Near Automata. I'm excited for this. Obviously, it could go very wrong. Absolutely, it could. And to be honest, it could it could be hated by people who love the games. And I could think it's really good. It's I I just I love the I love the world. Of Nier Automata, I think it's really it's really cool, sort of dystopian. I love it, so I'm excited for this, even if compared to the games, it's not great, or you know, compared to what people's expectations are with the canon, because it's like the game has several endings, so which ending is canon yeah. now? Into the show, all of that. I'm going to be looking at it irrelevant of the greater universe and just focusing on it as an anime or like as an enclosed story. The only thing that I will mention in terms of the previous stuff is obviously if there's reference to stuff that's happened, the character development, it, it's then that's fine. But I'm just going to focus on it as a show itself. I'm excited for it. It's got a lot, a lot of potential, uh, lots of action, really cool world. Uh, it's got good story, good world building from the games and everything. So I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that one. That's probably, I think, the one I'm looking forward to most. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting for sure. Um, I'm looking forward to reviewing this one with you from different perspectives because whereas you're able to take yourself out of that, it's going to be a lot difficult for me having played Drakengard, Nier, Nier Replicant, Nier Automata. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm very much along the same lines as a few people whereas the canon what what we which direction we're going to go because this is going to be major this is going to confirm which outcome is canon we still do not know to this day which outcome is the canon ending mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. we haven't had another game coming after near automata to tell us well this is what actually happened to the world um obviously this is a thousand years later so they could still yes. fit in something between the two but the fact that they are still alive a thousand years later into the future you know, it signifies that will we maybe get a Nier Automata 2 game, or are they going to mm -hmm. follow along a different line with the games? Who knows? Um, as for the anime itself, I can say for sure that you know the quality of it already looks phenomenal. We know it Square. Does. Square are very good for producing high-quality anime. Mm -hmm. My worry is, going off of Legend of Mana this season and how beautiful it looked for how trash the story was, please, can they pull it out of the bag with Nier this upcoming mm -hmm. season? Because mm -hmm. I feel 
It, they they just need to. They need to. It'll, it'll bring them back because they they took an L this season. Hopefully, they can uh, get a W next season. I, I will say with with anime studios. I know that you know you you say like Square took an L. The the thing that I have always got to consider is the source material and the relationship that the creators of the source material have with the studio as well. Mm. So if the if the writers of of all of the source material are involved in the writing and the story of this, it should be fine. You know, Square do fantastic animation, so it's it's good on both fronts. I don't think a studio alone can be blamed for for something like poor writing, animation, absolutely. But writing, I do think, if the original creators have input, it it also helps keep it. What's the word I'm looking for? It keeps it more close to the feel of the original. Like the writing style will be similar, the feeling will be similar. It won't necessarily feel like something that is different from what it's based on it feels like it's uh, an extension of, of what it's based on so hopefully and especially in my opinion with the creators of Nier Automata being people who are invested in this sort of stuff I feel like they will step to the company and be like look you know here's some ideas here's some writing character development stuff which gives me more hope for for other stuff but and, and uh, the other thing that you mentioned like it, it happens a thousand years in the future we might not actually even know which ending is canon even with the show. The only thing that we know is that it wasn't one of the endings where one of them dies. Yes. It rules out some... So some endings we know are not canon. We might not find out which one is actually canon, because it might be... Uh, or not necessarily vague enough, but it might not cover the specifics of the outcome of, of the endings. So it could actually, in that regard, satisfy a lot of people, because it keeps whichever ending they want open to them. So I've, I've, I'm looking true. forward to it uh, a lot. I, I hope it's good. Even if it's like mediocre in terms of writing and stuff, I think I'll still really enjoy it because of the animation and the world itself is a brilliant world. So I've got a lot of. Uh, I'm very excited and I've got some hopes for it. I, I'm I'm excited too. I've just I just finished replaying um, about a month ago near Replicant, so I'm I'm excited mm-hmm. to jump back into the world. It's a uh... mm-hmm. It's a lovely world, and I I do I do love watching and uh, playing the games. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I'll just quickly name the other four that I will be reviewing. Yep. And the fifth potential, and then we can go on to to yours. So the other uh, four that I'll, I will be reviewing will be the Ice Guy and his cool female colleague. It will be Tomo-chan is a girl. Uh, Ningen Fushin, adventurers who don't believe in humanity will save the world. The Ice Blade Sorcerer shall rule the world. So those are the four, that, or that's including the Automata, the five that I will be reviewing. And then the other one, potentially, if it gets a dub, will be Sugar Apple Fairy Tale. Ah, yes. So that is the total of what the, the five or six, depending on what I personally will be reviewing this season. So I've got, uh, there's a mix there, which I'm looking forward to, to getting a, a nice variety in my uh, in my course, uh, yeah, there's, there's there's a couple that I didn't expect. Um, or at least maybe I've, maybe I've got like the ice guy and his cool female colleague and Tom O'Shannon as a girl. Um, mm-hmm. That that's that's gonna be interesting. I, I like I've actually got Tom O'Shannon back here. Um, mm-hmm. I, was, I personally wasn't interested in seeing this one, so it's nice to see you have one that I wasn't that didn't pique my interest. Um, yeah. So as as you can probably tell, me and Mike didn't pre-discuss essentially what I was interested in. No. Um, <laughs> the, the only ones that I ran by him were any isekai ones because he's the isekai um, 
just he's got a rock on for Isakai. So yeah, I, I let him <laughs> basically. I was like, are you interested in these? And he went yes. And I was like, okay, I won't remove them. Uh, but these ones, I thought either he won't have any interest in them, or the, he, the interest in them, he'd be okay with letting me take the lead with the reviews, which he is, which is good. Uh, but yeah, I've got we have different tastes as well, which I think really helps because you generally, I think, go for the more traditional anime, which I do as well. But I also like to throw in some just really weird, random ones like Tomachan is a girl. Um, it's probably not going to be a big anime or uh, a pop, uh, a well-known slash popular anime, but I think it has potential to be an interesting story, and I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, and you know that, that's that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there, there's a couple of there that I, I'm I'm thinking sim- along the similar lines. Uh, Ice Blade Sorcerer Shall Rule the World is one that has come up in both of our lists, especially. Um, I really like the the visual for this one. Um, it it looks really good. Um, mm. It comes across as being an isekai without being an isekai. What I mean by that is, guys, as we mentioned mm-hmm. previously in other seasons, is that. It has the same kind of vibe, the harem, the kind of combat, the kind of strong character, etc., the kind of world setting as an isekai without having our MC actually be reborn into this world. Um, so it comes across as that way. Uh, an isekai without being an isekai. Mm-hmm. I, That's I, essentially the best description. Yeah. And it looks really well done. Graphically, the graphics look really good. We have a nice pink head character, which you know I have a rock for pink head characters as well. Um, yeah, that explains it. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that should explain a lot to you. Um, and I, I, of course, I love I love in most animes an academy setting, uh, which we which we have here. Um, it, it piqued my interest from the start. The character designs are already very good. Uh, MC doesn't look too bland but doesn't look too awesome it's his side characters that kind of make it up for the design kind of purposes he seems quite strong himself uh and of course i love his freaking sword his sword looks awesome um it's it's not the stereotypical photo of of an anime classroom guess which one's the mc yeah Um, exactly (laughs) he looks he looks like a normal kid also i want to point out all of my um decisions were actually based off the blurb which is you know the text yeah not the the trailers so i actually haven't watched the trailers for this uh, for the shows um i specifically just did it off off the text so i and i just saw the one for um the ice blade sorcerer and uh yeah it looks it looks interesting uh good animation style uh, i like the red-haired girl i like the red you know I'm, he's pink i'm red i uh yeah it looks it looks very nice. So I'm looking forward to that one a lot as well. Hell yeah. Uh, another one I'm really looking forward to, guys, is the reincarnation of the strongest exorcist in another world. This mm-hmm. is an isekai, uh, as, as the name suggests. Now, I again... I know that. <laughs> the, the anim- shut up about it for the past two weeks. <laughs> the animation quality in this one, again, looks top tier. I love the design of the Chinese dragon, especially from the start. That looked very strong. Um, very well done. Now, again, it's a very interesting premise. We we finally start to see in the last couple of seasons of anime, Isekai being taken in a different direction. They're not just focusing on, oh, you've been reborn into another world. You have a leveling up system. You have a sword. Go do your thing. Defeat the Demon King. No, we're now exploring magic. We've explored pharmacies. We've explored farming. We've mm-hmm. explored alchemy. Now we're ex- exploring uh, exorcism, which we've seen magic, 
exorcism's different and i'm i'm very much excited to see the direction we're gonna go with this again we've got a nice supporting cast uh, rmc is a little bit more bland than the ice split saucer in my opinion but he's also on the young side so we'll we'll see how how we go with that one uh go on sorry no sorry go on go on i was about to jump into a different thing go on okay cool. so uh, i wanted to actually bring up sort of what lovett said then which is i love all the visuals so many anime these days just look absolutely gorgeous and i totally get why some people can't go back and watch some older ones because the animation can look it can look bad considering how good it looks today but there are some shows that are some old shows which are definitely worth a watch even with the animation but so many animes these days look absolutely gorgeous and it's probably my favorite art style for any animated show is the anime art style yes yeah absolutely I, I agree. they, I they agree. know how to present their stuff they yeah. they know what they're doing and it is absolutely gorgeous i, I agree completely uh, I do have a couple more that I'm really looking forward to, but going through the Mal list, uh, we've got a couple of sequels, Misfit the Demon King Academy Season 2, Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nag- Nagatora's Second Attack, Tokyo Avengers Christmas Showdown, obviously mm-hmm. continuing seasons of anime that we've, re- we've reviewed before will be getting reviewed, I'm not just going to leave you guys high and dry when we've already started reviewing them before. I'm interested if I have the time in watching season one of Bofuri to be able to review for you guys season two, but I don't want to make any promises for that because the fact remains that I might not even like season one, so I'm not I'm not going to make promises for that one. Um, I'm glad, like I said, Dav is reviewing Tomo-chan that it, the visual gets me, the blurb doesn't, so I'm I'm interested mm-hmm. to see where he goes for that. Well, I'll say this: if you rewatch or if you watch season one of the one you just mentioned and you don't enjoy it i may pick that up from you if uh, if people want that one reviewed i may pick that up from you yeah that would be nice that would be nice we'll we'll see we'll see where that where that one goes um obviously there goes without a question guys we will be reviewing is it wrong to pick up girls in a in in a dungeon season four part two um i don't think there has been a season since we started the show where i have not reviewed this anime um, it is a very good anime, and if you haven't seen it before, you should go and watch it. Um, one of the featured ones here, for me personally, was Spy Classroom. Um, I'm kind of disappointed this wasn't coming out in dub yet. Uh, I really w- wish it was, uh, personally, because I could, I could name quite a few good voice actors that I think would, would fit quite well into this. Obviously, we saw the trailer last week when we went through it, uh, you know, everyone saw that I had a, a, a hard, you know, guys for for the uh, pink haired girl again. What is it with the pink haired girl with the eye patch? <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, is the eye patch better? Do you prefer pink with eye patch or pink without? I eye think patch? it's it's a combination between the fact that she has an eye patch, the pink haired girl, and the way she's got her hair stylized as well and her personality. I think yeah, it all it was all conveyed. If all pink girls, would you rather all pink girls have eye patches or all pink girls don't have eye patches? Which do you prefer? Give me an eye patch. I think eye patch already. If if you take a character and you draw a character, right, and you add an eye patch, that adds so much fucking intrigue. Like, okay, what are they hiding under there? Is it a hole? Have they got a secret eye? Have they got a power? Are they a pirate? Yeah, you just better hope it's not. It doesn't fall off in the bedroom because that could really kill the mood. That, yeah, that could really. Oh well, you've got rid of fucking eye patch. No. Keep it on. <laughs> well, I said if it fell off, not take it off. <laughs> uh, another one that we will be going for is my life as Inukai-san's dog. 
because we love a good sus anime. Uh, that that one definitely comes across as one of the most sus. Um, <laughs> I'm leaving that one to you. See, the fruit of evolution, I wanted to, but I haven't watched season one, and honestly, the graphic for season one put me off, and there's so many anime that I can tell you of a graphic putting me off, and I haven't watched it for ages, and I still have no desire to go back and watch it. Um... Reborn to Master the Blade is an isekai. Hello, Farming Life in Another World is an isekai. Hello, like, do you need an explanation? I don't think you do. Um, this is one of the ones I'm not sure about. It's going to sound completely stupid. So we we've got one here, leave, living life as the latest Sandre villain. We've just had an anime based on a similar kind of thing that had a great first half and a second, a, a abysmal second half. And it looks so similar that it's putting me off. And I really wish it wouldn't. I really wish I wouldn't. Because it does look good. So we'll see for that one. We've got another isekai here. Uh, no wait. No it's not. That's not an isekai. Sorry. Is this the one that you said you were going to review? Adventurers who don't believe in a human. In human. Blah blah blah. Yes. Blah, blah. yes? Yeah. Yeah. I've read the blurb for that. That sounds kind of funky. I will I will be watching that one with you when it releases in dub. Yeah. That one looks good. It, that, I, I like that one because it sounds like it's more of a real take on on the way the world is where yes. like you know you can be a hero all you want but humanity is an asshole so yes. they just they just lose faith in humanity but they're still going to save the world so i i really am interested to see how they cover such a potentially divisive topic yeah so i'm, I'm interested to watch that one with you um, we've got another isekai up which i think i missed last time the magical revolution of the reincarnated princess uh, sorry, it's got a longer title. The Magical Revolution of a Reincarnated Princess and the Genius Young young Lady. That uh, is an isekai that... Season pe- 2, Part 2, Chapter 4. Just <laughs> throw everything in there. Make it as long as yeah, possible. Yeah, make it as long... No, that's a meme, isn't it? That's such <laughs> a meme. Um, we've got, obviously, like I said, Ex- the Exorcist 1, the Icewind Sorcerer. Handyman in Another World, again. Uh, didn't you mention Ayakashi Triangle? Was that not in dub? Uh, that was no. That was one that we that I did mention previously, which like it looked like something I'd be interested in, but it wasn't coming out dubbed, or at least not now. So I won't be uh, doing that one. Maybe maybe if it comes out in dubbed, we'll review that at a later date, guys. Uh, that one doesn't really take me. Um, chilling in my thirties after getting fired from the Demon King's party. I want to say that one's called because it's got a long title. Demon King's Army. Uh, looks like it has a similar name to another one that I can't remember the premise of. So we might go for that one. Um, I'm going to watch. I'm not sure if I'm going to review Buddy Daddies. Uh, I have a good friend called Elliot, uh, who I know IRL, who sent that to me. And we're both dads. And we were like, we, we just need to watch this one together. We, we just need to see how, how much it holds true. <laughs> uh, not interested in those two. Campfire Cooking in Another World. Now, I'm actually interested in watching this one, but not because it's an isekai, surprisingly. Oh, I guess that's half the reason. More so because it's Mappa's first isekai, and I'm I'm interested to see how they do because they haven't they haven't tackled that before. Uh, as as Dav pointed out to me earlier, he went, Mike. So are you reviewing? Oh, it was along the lines of, wasn't it? Are you reviewing the Saving Eighty Thousand Gold in Another World for my retirement one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just before. Yeah, that that that's. Yeah, I mean that, that's a me anime, but there. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, yeah, I, I won't be doing that one. That's fine. Um, I wanted to say, bringing back to the long title, I think this might be coming out soon, actually, or either it's just come out. But it's called The Misfits of Demon King Academy. Yes, 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 yes. 
Hang on, I haven't finished yet. Sorry. History's strongest demon king reincarnates and goes to school with his descendants. That's the name of the anime. Wait, that's the full title? <laughs> that's the f it's so long! That's, that's <laughs> I just looked up some of the longest anime names. <laughs> it's so long, it's really funny. Also, that title though actually makes me really want to watch it. This season one is out. Um, season two is what is coming out, and yeah, yeah. you should definitely give that one a go. It's a really good anime. It's like let's just put the description in the title. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. <laughs> I'll just bring that up. Uh, it's really funny. Here we've got Revenger, which is about a master assassin, which I'm kind of interested in. Mm -hmm. uh, this Sugar Apple Fairy Tale, one that Dav will be reviewing. Mm -hmm. um, again, that looks like one that I wouldn't be interested in. So I'm happy that we've got one that Dav is. Going to take the reins with there, because, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm that, that, is, that is hopefully if it gets a dub. That is hopefully if it gets a dub, yes. Mm -hmm. um, oh, The Legend of Heroes, Sen no Kisekai, Northern War. The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel, Northern War. I'm so excited for this one, completely. Um, based off my favourite game series. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah I'm, I'm so happy that we're getting an anime for that. It's going to be super good. Um... Uh, I think that is that is most of the ones that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, I've, again, like last week, guys, we've still got more to be announced. I think Crunchyroll's still got four or five slots. Um, we've still got a few more on High Dive to be announced. Disney Plus hasn't announced if they're doing any. Um, so, yeah. Stay tuned. There yeah, may be more. I mean, Disney, Disney's just taking over the world at this point. I wonder if they will actually properly move into the anime territory as well. That would be interesting. So this is the interesting thing about Disney while we're on this topic, is the fact is that they, they have moved into the anime world, but not in the West. Um, the, okay. The concerning thing is about Disney is the fact that they like to lock their anime to the East. Um, so a good example with this was Summertime Rendering. This was an anime that everyone was super excited for, um, that we haven't reviewed here for this very reason, um, that... Disney ended up getting the rights for and they locked it to Japan. Hmm, Still hasn't come out over here and that's why everyone was panicking as well when Bleach, uh, Bleach's rights got bought out by Disney. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, whilst I'm happy that you know Crunchyroll's not getting as much of a monopoly, it means that prices stay lower, it means that we've got more competition to make good content, it's at the same time worrying if they're going to be locking it because if they lock it to one country then that monopoly <laughs> just doesn't get affected. Crunchyroll will still have the monopoly over the rest of the world. Um, That's true, but it also it also just restricts what people can watch, you know. And yeah. I, I'm not going to get into this, but I'm just going to quickly mention it. You know, there are so many situations in the world at the moment where information, specifically, is <laughs> restricted in regions uh, compared to other regions. And you know, it's it's one of the things that is part of the world. Is you know, just this freedom of medium and or media, you know, through social media, digital media, whatever it is. I don't really think things should be locked in regions. Uh, and certainly with something as just basic as anime, you know, it's just pretty pictures and occasionally a nice bit of fan service and some boobs. You know, I, that's not something which should be restricted. Just make, you know, censor it, fine, but don't restrict it, man, come on. Oh, damn, I fucking love you. That's all right, mate. Someone's got it. <laughs> that was brilliant. Uh, but yeah, guys, those are the ones that we're looking forward to that we know of so far. 
we're probably going to have more anime that we're going to be reviewing next season than we did this season. This season was a lot. Uh, obviously, like I mentioned as well, we are carrying other anime into the next season as well. They're not included on here because they don't count as winter simulcasts. They don't usually include the ones that are being carried over on my anime list for some unknown reason. Um, but there is others. So and also, um, you know, it's yeah. The other the reason we're doing one as well is now there's uh, I'll also be reviewing some, so it gives. Uh, it takes some pressure off Mike, but also allows us to sort of pick out some more that only we would want to watch, so we can cover some more as well. So there's, there's plenty to come. Yeah. Let's have a look at this link that Dav sent. Life-size Sword Online anime girl figure with well, real this, this wasn't me, this was Lam. Yeah, sorry, I thought I said Lam. Um, Rev, if you're there, Lam said to show this to you. Uh, Sword Online that, anime that's... girl figure with real custom-made wedding dress. What? That's so we can bring this into uh, the cosplay showcase. That's a cosplay. That is a, okay. Yeah, that counts as a cosplay. This is kind of like a reverse cosplay. It's a figure wearing human clothes. That's um interesting. Uh, it's being shown in Shibuya Parko. Uh, it's a lemon crafted one to one scale figure of one of anime's most popular characters wearing a wedding dress. Um, damn, my car. We go to uh, <laughs> go to Shibuya right now. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, I want to go to Akihabara. That's where I want to go. Oh, yeah, 100%. That That is so cool when they do stuff like that. And I mean, realistically, I don't know. It's hard to tell from, from just the image. But if that's a real wedding dress, that, like, display is so expensive. Oh, yeah, 100%. It, it's just so cool that, that stuff like that exists. And, like, that is so, like, mainstream. You know, just having, a like, an like a figure on the street. You know, you look at... You know, like in the the UK, which is where we live, you know, we have um, like we love a Spider-Man or like a Hulk or something, which, you know, is super common media. Whereas anime really, it wasn't like mainstream. It was always sort of, you know, go back 10 years. It's the guy who's, you know, the, the, the fat, sweaty guy in his mom's basement who watches anime. Now it's becoming more mainstream. It's awesome to see stuff, you know, like that and like. Love it, said. You know, having that really nice dress. It's so cool to see that, and also the fact that Mike has got his own little action figure as well. One of my three Christmas, uh, three figure Christmas presents. I, uh, I got spoiled this year, but one of the three figures I got this year was actually Asuna, um, and uh, po possibly my favorite of the three. So yeah, this is like nice little roundup there for for the Asuna side. We're, I'm, a, I'm an Asuna stan here. We 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 do love our Asuna. And uh, yeah, that that dress is beautiful. It is. So what were the other two that you got? I uh, got this Ichigo right over here, which you know he's in is kind of in his action form with his uh, zonpakuto, aka his sword, um, which is very well designed. All the creases in his shuhakusho, aka uh, a gi. If you're if you're UK based and you don't, or sorry, I, English speaking. I couldn't really see the gi, uh, just I think because of the uh, the lighting and everything. Yeah, but yeah. the sword, the sword really showed up, and it was really nice. But for design purposes, now I love Asuna because she's big. You know, she's got a, she was a bitch to put together though. Sasuke, Sasuke from the original Naruto series. Uh, I'm gonna put this up closer. We've got his is uh, Shijori by here with all the lightning kind of coming off of it. But they give you this massive fuck off shuriken to put on his back uh, from one of the scenes in the anime. Uh, and it keeps falling off. But the action pose they did for this—you've got like a little kunai in his in his mouth. Um, yeah, I, I was I was in love. I I I, I, cri I cried a little when, when Laura pulled these out. I was like, oh my god. Um, uh, is, that, is that what's the shuriken made out of? 
It's, it's all plastic. It's, oh, okay. I, I wish I wish it was real for 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 obviously uh, um, recreational purposes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> recreational purpose, shuriken. Yep. <laughs> of course. It's, it's, no, it's fine. I've got a prescription from my doctor for this. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, my my figure collection is is growing nice and nicely. Uh, we moved the ones away here originally on top of my PC, so you can't can't see those ones now. We've got a new look for you. But yeah, I, I have only one figure, and it's not anime related. Oh, well. If people want to, if people want to know what it is, I may reveal it at some point. But for now, it will be a mystery. Ooh. Do 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 do. Cut to the X Files theme. <laughs> so we're moving on to another trial segment now. No, I've I've thrown these on Dav today. I've thrown them on him. I've said, look, we're trialing these. We're gonna see how they go. We're doing JRPGs now. Now we've touched on JRPGs in the past. We we've touched on releases, news, announcements, etc. This is an anime podcast. So anything anime related, be it games, manga, webtoons, anime, we will review. And I wanted to start touching on JRPGs. I'm a very big JRPG stan. I own multiple. Um, multiple is not a big enough word, mate. Yeah, multiple is not a big enough word. It, it would. It's, it's probably <laughs> the genre I own the most games for. Um, yeah, I would say if, if, if there's someone qualified to review JRPGs, it's this man right here. Yes. I own most of the Final Fantasy games on many different consoles. On PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. <laughs> I think I have like nine different versions of Final Fantasy VII alone. Um, <coughs> yeah, I, I'm I have a problem. Okay, but what I wanted to start this review off with this week, guys, is one I got for Christmas that I'm only like an hour and a half into called Crystar. This is fucked up. The first line they talk, talk, start talking about depression and uh, and other kind of um, triggering thoughts that I, I don't want to I don't want to say because it may obviously we want to protect our viewers um if you have a faint of heart or if you have anything that is any any triggering kind of um scenarios for you in your life then there's a massive trigger warning warning on this game i advise you stay away from it first and foremost it is deep it is dark and as the name suggests it involves a lot of tears it's called Crystar. um and the story follows our main character who for some reason is in purgatory um and she's just woken up there all of a sudden in the form of a bu- in the form of a butterfly. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, by the way, my partner's terrified of butterflies. So when she woke up in the middle of the night and saw me playing this on TV, she was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> um, she's terrified. They're so uh, be- how are you scared of a butterfly? What's wrong with know. it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's made by Spike Chunsoft. Now, for those of you who do not know Spike Chunsoft, uh, they made. Uh, the AI games, uh, AI Somnium Files and AI Nirvana Initiative, uh, which are very popular JRPG games. Now, I have already cried at this game. I'm not afraid to admit that. I put my hands up in the air and say, like, look, I cried at this. This is deep. It is painful. Uh, within the first 10 minutes, you lose your freaking sister, You, you meaning you literally killed her yourself. Um, you're filled with depression and anguish. You kill these monsters, and some of them will... They're all basically humans who have had corrupted souls who are trying to get reborn. And when you kill them, you absorb their emotions and their feelings, and it overtakes your mind, and it it basically puts you in a bad state of mind. 
The art style for this mirrors this. A good example for the art style is kind of reminiscent of an anime version of Tim Burton. The way it's done. And it's it's dark. Um, so the blurb of it is, guys, a girl named Rey and Mirai. Her little sister are dragged into the afterworld of purgatory by an unknown entity. Scared and confused, Rey tries to lead them home when they are attacked by a terrible monster. To protect her little sister, Rey unlocks the strength hidden within her. With it, she fights against the dead souls of Purgatory. However, this power turns against her. Rey accidentally kills Mirai with her very own hands, thinking she is an enemy. Devastated, Rey weeps hopelessly at what she has done. Sensing an opportunity, two demons appear and whisper in her ear. If you hunt the wandering souls in this world and gift us with your tears of your suffering, we will bring Mirai back to life. Ray takes the offer and signs a contract with the demons. Now an executor of purgatory, she sets out on a story that shall again and again plunge her into life-threatening battle, all to save the sister she loves. Ow! Is what I say. Ow. My my emotions, like, ow. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really, really intense as stories go. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I mean, there it says fight through your tears in this action RPG. It's yeah, it's it's it sounds really heavy, um, really just very heavy on the story. Um, so I it is my hope for a game like that is always that you know it's with such a sensitive topic, it's it's not dramatized, it's not glamorized, and it's not mocked. You know, they 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 do it well, they do it sincere. Uh, for, so for, you know, if you if you're someone who goes through it, you you can relate to it, and you can see you know you can watch someone else survive something like this. But also because you're controlling them, it gives you it can give you more strength to feel like you can achieve that as well. Um, and for people who don't deal with this, to help them understand more what what people like that go through, and and I say people like that, myself included, who suffer with. <clears throat> depression uh so i whenever i see something as sensitive like that i'm always very nervous because it's so easy to do it wrong and some people don't even put don't even care if they do it right um so i do hope it's it's good so do you know how much you've played of it so far uh not a lot we haven't even got through the first chapter yet uh, i've played about okay. well i did play a little bit earlier today so it's been about two hours worth uh, of gameplay mm -hmm. so far um, okay. I like it's, it's it's it is it's dark and emotional and taxing. It, it's not something I could play a lot of in one go because it is really hard. Not mm -hmm. not gameplay wise, just just story wise. It's a lot. Yeah. It's it's deep. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah. I I would be interested in after you've gotten much deeper into the into the story to hear your opinions on how they deal with with such a sensitive topic and whether or not it's you know they deal with it well. Whether yeah. or not they do with it badly, or whether or not it's just part of it, and they, they, it's just kind of there. It's not really dealt with either way. So I'd, I'd be interested to see how that goes. For, I, I'm interested to for see. For a game that looks like it's on par with AAA. Yeah. So the interesting thing about this game is I'm surprised it went off my radar. It came out in 2019. I've looked up reviews for it. I believe it had like 4.9s. A lot of it was like 9 out of 10s. It was highly rated. Um, but it just flew straight on my radar. I think I think uh, my partner picked it up for like twenty quid, um, and it was it, it's yeah it's it's apparently really really well done really really popular. 
Um, it did a very good job of highlighting the stresses of life in the first, uh, like, ten minutes, I can say that for sure. As you're in your butterfly form before you've got your human form, you speak to other butterflies who are the souls who have not been corrupted, who have died, um, but aren't interested in getting reborn. They, they'd rather progress onto the whatever the next stage is. But you can hear their monologue, and some are, like, stressing about money, some of them are stressing about... Um, family, some of them are stressed about getting bullied, some of them are talking about uh, S, some of them are talking about uh, depression, and it, it's, it, it really, they do a good job already at highlighting the different struggles that the human race goes through. Yeah, I'll, I, look, I look forward to hearing more about that. Um, yeah, because it's, it's a very serious topic. And before we move on, I just want to say, for anyone who's in the chat who suffers with, with anything like that, you know, it's not just a case of, you know, saying there's help out there, you know, speak to someone, all of that. It's it's just to know that you're not alone. You're not the only person who deals with this stuff. There are so many people who deal with it. So you're not alone, you know. And a lot of people talk about therapy. Personally, that, I mean, I get therapy is good and, it, you know, it, it shouldn't be discounted. But I would always advise talk to someone who who has been through it someone who knows what it's like and even then you don't have to talk about the issues you you deal with or how you feel you can just even if it's just talking absolute bollocks just to get your mind off you know whatever it is you know just just know that you're not alone and there are people out there who understand and will will do what they can to help you very well said so moving on to our next segment guys uh we're going to talk about studios um this is one I kind of want to. I've been for a little while that I've wanted to talk about. Uh, not frequently because there, you know, there's not like many, many major studios out there. But it is one I want to talk about periodically and highlight to you guys some studios who do some outstanding work. Um, we're gonna start this segment off with a very well-known, very beloved studio, mainly known for its animation quality, called Studio Mapper. Studio Mapper are as I mentioned, very well known for how well their animation quality is. They always give us beautiful, high quality looking shows. Um, and I've always been interested in learning more about them. Now they do have their own website, interestingly enough. Uh, it is a JPM website, which is a Japan website. So it does take a little bit of time to load if you are ever interested in going <laughs> over to there. But and, and I, unlike a lot of JP websites, they have already translated us. It translated it for all of us, thankfully. Um, Some of us are stupid and can't speak Japanese. Basically. So, they have five anime announced already for 2023. Uh, we've got Hell's Paradise, Campfire Cooking in Another World uh, with my absurd skill. Uh, I think that's Attack on Titan. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. So, those of you who have not seen Jujutsu Kaisen, hello, this is their animation studio. Um, Vinland Saga Season 2. Now, those of you who may be interested in their previous works, they've done, again, Attack on Titan. They've done uh, they've done Chainsaw Man. Why did it take me so long to get there? Kakaguri. For those of you who have not seen Kakaguri on Netflix, please give that a watch. That's a Mappa and Square Enix partnership, and it is definitely in my top ten um, of niche anime. Uh, again, more Jujutsu Kaisen there. Uh, Tacked Off Destiny. Again! I'm, a theme that I've only just picked up on. This was also a Square Enix team up with Mappa. Um, I'd, I'd be interested to see if Mappa are at all involved in the Nier Automata publishing. 
that would be uh, interesting to know because it seems they team up with Square quite a bit. God of High School, for those of you who don't know, is also an amazing uh, webtoon that they worked on. One that I have actually yet to get around to reading, uh, which I will. I plan to read and then watch. That's my plan. Oh, 100. It, it is very good. Um, so yes, please do. Grand Blue Fantasy, amazing anime there that they've worked on. Um, and then, then we get into like kind of older anime that you may not be aware of, you may not know. Rage of Bahama is one I've always intended on watching. Oh man, sorry, go back up. Who doesn't know about Banana Fish? You know, I've never actually seen it. What? I know loads what? of people know it, but I've never seen it. Everybody's seen Banana Fish. No, I haven't. It's not the best anime. I have no idea what it is. I'm talking to my ass. But it is. Very, <laughs> you are right. Everyone's pop. No, it is very popular. Is it? I've yeah. never heard of it before. I just saw Banana Fish and thought that sounds like an anime I want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Divine Flame sounds interesting. They did in 2016. Uh, Yuri on Ice. I mean, we've all at least heard of it. Uh, Princess Connect. That is a very big anime on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll actually made a game of that one as well. So yeah, as as companies go, they are a very big and well-known company. Started off with smaller niche anime, worked their way up to some of the bigger titles. But one thing all of this shows have in common is the insane graphical um, levels. Okay, uh, there's one more thing I wanted to say. I'm so sorry to interrupt again. No, you're okay. Go back down to 2015. Yeah, give me a second. delayed on the uh, stream. So. You're good. 2015, there we go. Okay, tell me the one at the bottom left doesn't look like just a knockoff Asana. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> I saw that and thought, wait, is that Asana? Yeah. Uh, I've that? seen no. that anime. It's very good, actually. But, is it? Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it does look like a knockoff Asana. You just wanted to find that out. I just spotted that. Um, if you've never seen a Studio Mappa anime, I do recommend you go and watch one. Um, they, mm-hmm. they've, they've, again... Their, their animation quality is high tier. Top tier. Um, top tier. Yeah, exactly. I'm interested in seeing House Paradise. There's not one that came up on our watch list, uh, but I'm not sure what um, publishing is going to be on, but it looks it looks quite interesting there. Mm. Uh, but as the company goes, I think they have a little blurb on the front as well. The CEO says, What gives characteristics and vigor to a work is the passion to create, which originates from one's love and desire to express something deeply. Under this principle, we have been producing numerous works while respecting the originality of each creator. We wish to create an environment in which the energy to cherish things that inspire and strongly derive one's emotions can be exerted to the fullest extent. In order to realise such an environment, we are putting our best efforts into not only strengthening in-house production and establishing education system for each department, but also into enhancing both the quality and efficiency of our works. We hope that uh, many talents will gather here, and with their creative vitality to consistently produce new works, we aim to become a a production studio with global competence. As production studios go, these guys are still relatively young, yet they've already made ripples. So I can say that that statement is definitely... It holds weight. It holds gravitas. I mean, a good example is God of High School, a webtoon. Webtoons haven't often been animated, and yet they did do indeed do what they stick there, uh, respecting the originality of each creator. They did that. Um, So yeah, please, guys, if you haven't seen... A, a studio map of production please give them a chance maybe you'll enjoy more of their works absolutely i feel like they are the only person who's in in uh, contention for them for the top spot of animation would be the studio madhouse yes 
and obviously Mike, you know who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For uh, those so... of you who don't, uh, we, we, we'll probably review them again. But I mean, well, I'll, I'll just say, I'll just sing the start to the to the intro of who they are. Uh, they are One Punch. So yeah, <laughs> they they are the I would say those are the top two uh, companies. But the the fact that Mappa is is on par with what I generally hear to be considered the best animating studio shows just how good they are. And the fact that they show, they put effort into keeping with the originality of each artist for each individual anime shows that they also care about the medium, which I think goes a long way in uh, in the modern day. That You know, you're not just really good at it, you care about it as well. Yeah, and I, I I completely agree. I I com I completely agree there. Uh, my food is here. I'm gonna be I'll be a second before we carry on, so I can grab my grab my munch. And I'm gonna leave you guys with Darth for a minute to entertain you. Um, uh, well, we're about to talk hey. about Bryce Pappenbrook, who is the voice actor of Akirito, So enjoy. Uh, okay, so uh, Bryce uh, Pappenbrook. Yeah, he voices uh, Kirito from the show. Uh, Sword Art Online, the English dub. Uh, let me also just uh, pull him up on mine so that I know what else he has been in, because uh, Mike is the guy who normally does this, uh, has the stuff on screen, but he doesn't today. So he has been in a lot of things. Actually, going, let me just check that. Yes. So interestingly, love it. Uh, he was actually a voice in Trigun. He voices the young Vash the Stampede. Uh, so look at that. That's come in full, full uh, circle. Yep, Sword Art Online. He plays Kirito. Uh, he plays... Let me see what else he plays that we know. Oh, he plays Red in Pokemon Origins from 2013. Uh, Blue, I've heard a lot about. Uh, let's see. Oh, actually, Mike might like this. He's actually in, also in Assassination Classroom. He was uh, Rikuto... Ikeda in episode 13 um, which is that was back in 2016 yeah I know right look at that lover we'll come full circle how awesome is that uh, he was he was also in one punch actually uh, being Marugori he was uh, he was in Mobile Suit Gundam I have a friend who's very fond of Gundam uh, oh wow he's actually Meliodas in the Seven Deadly Sins as well uh, he's in Jojo's he's in what else has he been in that we recognize pokemon generations he was back in that that was in also wow he's a lot of stuff in 2016 uh let's see oh he was yo shindo in uh, my hero academia in 2018 he plays uh kaguri kakurachi in boruto but boruto doesn't exist so it's fine uh he uh, who else? Oh, he was in Beastars, which was one that I watched on Netflix with my partner. We enjoyed that a lot. That was two... God, that was two years ago. That's crazy. Uh, he was in Godzilla Singular Point. That sounds pretty cool. And also, he was in... Uh, the most recent thing it says that he was in was this year. He was Julio in Cyberpunk Edgerunners. So he's basically been in absolutely fucking everything. Yeah, Bryce. Bryce is a very popular voice actor who has just, been. Wow. Just for you, just for you, Mike. I don't know if you noticed this, but a little while ago, uh, Lovett said that their favorite anime was Trigun, hands down, and that was his first ever role. He was in Trigun back in two thousand. 
Oh, was he? Well, that's interesting. Yeah. We, so I'm like, wow, that's pretty much full circle. Like, we couldn't have picked a better one for Love It today. So that's that's pretty awesome. He's been in so much stuff. He's been in Pokemon. Oh, he's in Blue Exorcist. I mentioned that one. Yeah, bro. Bryce is in. If you can think of an anime, he's been in it in some shape or form. Um, you know, he was one of the leading top voice actors for English dubbing of any generation. Um, he's also in, sorry, I just want to say is I find it really interesting that he's the main character in SAO and Seven Deadly Sins. Yes. You know the funny thing is? If you go onto his website, which is quite bland, the only thing he likes to promote is SAO. That's <laughs> right. He only promotes it's, SAO. <laughs> it's just funny, though, because they, they have such different voices. Like, that's that's what I find cool. Because I, I wouldn't have thought they were the same. Oh, yeah. I, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. Well, he's a really talented guy. 100%. Um, his voice, he's very... What's the word? He can change his voice up very easily, is what I noticed. But when he does that, you can always still tell his price. Like with Meliodas and Kirito. They sound different, but you can still tell it's him. That's, that's a sign of a good if, voice actor. If, if you're interested, he's also he also plays Dennis the Menace. What? <gasps> yep. Uh, Dennis and Nasha Unleashed. Uh, he's the main role in the US dub only. You're joking. I'm not. He was. He's also been in Be Cool Scooby Doo. That's hilarious. I love that. But no, we picked Bryce for this one, guys, because we're both uh, SAO stands. We're Kirito stands. I thought what a better way to start this. Davis sent me an image. Uh, we'll come back to that. <laughs> that. That's for something else. Don't worry. That's that's that's, that's, that's for something else. Okay. Okay. That's not not for this episode. Okay. Uh, also. Uh, he plays Theodore in Persona. Oh! He's also in Final Fantasy Type-0 HD. Man, this guy's been in a, in a ton. And Mobius Final Fantasy. Oh! He was in Nier Automata. And that's basically everything that I think that might recognize. Oh, and he was in Pokemon Masters as well. And Sonic the Hedgehog. This guy's been in a lot of shit. I would love to meet him. Um, oh my god, he played Inky in Pac-Man. <laughs> I love it. That's brilliant. I would love to meet him. Um, I met quite a few voice actors. Never had a chance to meet Bryce, but it'd be cool. Yeah, something that I, I would love to do would be if we ever got the ability to be able to interview uh, like some voice actors, I would love to interview this guy because he's been in basically everything. Uh, that is one hell of a back catalogue. Um, I don't think he's going to have any issues ever getting work. So uh, you definitely picked a good one there to start uh, with Bryce Papenbrook. What a absolute catalogue of voices he's done. And he's fairly young as well, I think. Um... Um, he was born in 86, so... Wait, no, sorry, no... Oh yeah, he's born in '86, so he's about ten years older than me. Yeah, fairly young. That's um yeah, mid thirties. Wow, got, we got we got a lot of Bryce content still to come then. <laughs> I know, age thirty-six according to Wikipedia. Your year, lovely lad. Nice, uh, uh, yeah. So also, he's married uh, to Samantha, and he has three children: Ella, Griffin, Margot. Those are some interesting names. Oh, no, Margo, was born, Margo was born August last year. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, I know. Wait, hang on, what? 
Good lord. Sorry, wait for a second. I need to read this. Oh, he's reading, guys. Oh, um, yeah, so, like I said, Bryce, Bryce is a very renowned voice actor. Um, I know him most recently for Nosuke, but, yeah, I've, I've heard his voice in multiple things. He's he's brilliant. Would, would you like to mention the other stuff that he has done in his life? Go on. Such, such as uh, being semi-professional in esports. What? Fo- focusing on GoldenEye 007 on the N64. He's also, where was the number? Uh, he is a three-time kickboxing champion with over 60 fights to his name. Uh, he also received uh, his fourth degree black belt in Tang Soo Do. And for those who don't know, Tang Soo Do is the martial art created by Chuck fucking Norris. This man is a legend. What a stud. I know. And also, uh, he also works sometimes as uh, a kickboxing instructor in California. Mate, he must be loaded. What? What a legend, man! I want to meet this guy. I want to. I want to be like, dude, you're awesome. Dude, come kick me in the face. I want to feel how hard you can kick. Uh, he also <laughs> gradu- He also gradually graduated with a bachelor's degree in political science. Oh yeah, a degree that he doesn't use. <laughs> Even death fears Chuck Norris. That's right. You got that right. Oh, yeah, there was actually a state in America that was going to name a street after Chuck Norris, but they didn't when they realized nobody can cross Chuck Norris and live. Um, what a guy, man. This this guy's done it. It's not one of those things. Like, you know when someone's like, oh, they've done it all. This guy's done so much shit in his life. This is awesome. Yeah, this is this is, this is is true. Like, what what a legend. Um, that That is one of those stories where it's just like, this. this guy is like proof that you really can... You don't just need to be shoved into one thing. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. I yeah. prop guy. What a legend. He's uh, definitely one of my favorite voice actors. And I love his work. Um, he voiced one of my favorite characters in Tales of Arise as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, he's... Man's done it all, like you say. He, he's freaking awesome, man. And he's Kirito to boot. I love Kirito, man. I've, and uh, as I'll, I'll give you a teaser... Of what might be coming in a, in a future episode, the photo that I sent Mike, which isn't going to come up on screen, <laughs> is a photo from a few years ago when I went to a Comic Con and I actually cosplayed as Kirito, uh, one of the two cosplays that I've done. And funnily enough, I bumped into some of the Kiritos there, so we have a photo of, of multiple Kiritos. I'm one of them. Feel free to try and uh, speculate which one you think is me. Um, but if we ever do, uh, to bring it now to our next segment, which uh, we're going to do is like a character spotlight uh, or insight. Um, when we do one on Kirito, uh, you'll get to see that image of me and a few other Kirito's cosplaying. Ooh, yeah, we love to hear that. Absolutely. Oh, I'm such a tease, isn't I? Such a tease. Speaking of teasers, Mike, who have you picked for the character insight this week? <laughs> Best girl! Uh, one of them, anyway. We picked Rias Gremori um, from High School DxD. Uh, be warned, there may be there shouldn't be any lewd content here. I mean, there, there's lewd. There's risque. There's risque. There's there's no there's no nips, so we're good. No, but that's lewd. Risque is lewd. Come on. I mean, it's not NSFW, but it's lewd. It's it's very suggestive. Okay, fair. Suggestive. Um, 
But uh, we wanted to highlight some character designs today, guys. And like, what move did they give off? How well designed are they? Is there anything they could have done better? This is Rias's original concept design, uh, with one wing, uh, obviously a much smaller stature. Kind of looked younger as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I, I want to I say, before we go into this, uh, we're not planning on going into the whole she's from high school DxD thing. Uh, we're just going to focus on her as a character um, yeah. rather than where she comes from, because we all know we like where she comes from. <laughs> this is true. Um, <laughs> now, her original concept design is, like I say, it's, it's similar, but mm-hmm. it's different yeah, enough to... She definitely looks significantly younger in there. Yeah, significant, significantly younger. Uh, a lot petite. Um, the one wing instead of the two. Uh, wings design doesn't seem to have changed that much. Yeah, I imagine. I'll say I imagine it's the one wing rather than the two, just because it's showing what the wings would look like. I'd imagine yeah. they'd be like, yeah, this would now be replicated on the other side. I think they did the right thing, uh, considering the media that she ended up in. I think they did the right thing to make her look older. Yes, it would have been a bad choice to keep her that young. So they definitely made the right choice to, to age her up. I, I uh, completely agree. But they, and, and from the original concept art, though, you can see that they've kept her very, very similar uh, and very close to what was original. They've, I think the only thing they've really changed is aging her up. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I mean, with her personality, aging her up is definitely needed. Uh, that's, that's for sure. Uh, but her character design is still one of the most flawless and one of the most well known. I think, mm-hmm. uh, throughout the world. If you ask someone who name a redhead character, I feel like she's one that instantly comes to mind. Yes, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> and I think she's a fantastic character. Um, she very much fits into the stereotypical uh, good guy role, uh, where she's more than happy to sacrifice herself for her loved ones. Yes. Uh, but also, um, to, dis- to discuss her um, relationship with her comrades in the show, she is uh, she's a devil and you know obviously devils are typically very selfish and everything uh, but she manages to treat all of her subjugates which is essentially what they are um, they're forced essentially into servitude for her uh, but she treats them as equals not as slaves or at the very least as I was going to say as, as, as humans but as you know as living creatures with feelings you know she doesn't treat them like slaves which Throughout the show, you actually see many other high-ranking devils do. And the fact that, you know, they take, oh, she's a devil, but she's actually a good guy. It's a, it's a, it's it's quite, it's kind of cliche at this point, but I don't mind it because I like, I like that cliche and it's done well. Uh, she's, she's, yeah, her personality is, is very much of a, of a typical good guy. Uh, and it's really nice to see her, her bond, um, with her, with the comrades around her, and also how she changes the way she acts depending on who she's with. You know, to to what's the word I'm looking for? To be able to adapt how she speaks to them to make them feel more comfortable. For yeah. example, with with Arkino, uh, she's much more. What's the word I'm looking for? She's more. Uh, she talks more like she's talking to an adult, um, and she she discusses like harder topics and talks quite bluntly. Whereas, whereas when she talks to someone like Arcia, it's much more of like a mothering nature, uh, you know, trying to reduce the the negativity of something she's saying to make it sound less bad, to protect Arcia from potentially you know the, the larger evils at work. 
so it's yeah she's a her characterization within the show is is something that i think a lot of companies try to do and don't necessarily do fantastically at it and they've nailed it with rios dab nailed it on the head i i agree completely i don't have much else to say i love her as a character i love her character design i love her interactions she's not my favorite character from the series that's for sure but as characters go, and design purpose, etc. Okay, we're not going to scroll in that for down any further. Um, yeah, she she takes all the boxes, you know. Mm-hmm. And I Who think say is your favorite from High School DxD. Uh, Akano. Akano does it. A lot. It's a lot of people. Not mine, but a lot of people say Akano. Mine, hands down, is Konako. She just like for the first two seasons, at least. Third season, it is less interesting because she actually finally falls for Kirito. Uh, for Kirito? Jesus. For um, Issei. But I love how, you know, he's got this harem around him and she just keeps calling him a pervert. I think that's so funny. I do like but, Akno. Um, as obscure characters go, I think if I wanted to go. Sorry. Um, if I wasn't to go for Konako, I mean. Oh my god, I get my name's confused. I do Akino. like Konako. If I wasn't to go for Akno and I was to go for a more obscure character, I think I'd go for Arena. I, I like Arena. Is that the Blue Hood Girl's friend? Yeah, that's the angel. Yeah, I, I can never remember what the Blue Hood Girl is called. For the life of me, I cannot. <laughs> I don't care enough to remember. <laughs> but no, it's she is, and she's the, like the leader of the group. She's really, she's really strongly written and designed, in my opinion. I'm a big fan of everything that they've done to create the character Rios. I agree. So. I hope you guys like the character spotlight. It is well. I very much enjoy doing. Uh, I hope to. I hope we'll have some more concept art. Is the one thing. I hope some characters review in the future has more concept art. This is the only thing I could find in Rias. Um, mm-hmm. I do like seeing original designs and how they've changed. Yeah. But yeah. So those those are our uh, trial segments for the week. Uh, I I like all of them. I think they think they're quite good. Uh, we did touch on the cosplay showcase. Now I gotta be honest. Yeah. See you later, love it. Have a good one. See you later, love it. For the cosplayer showcase, it's one that I'm still trying to work on a bit more. Are we going to do characters and find cosplayers for them? Or are we going to do cosplayers and find characters that they've done? I'm not sure. I definitely think, as the world goes back to normal, uh, we should just interview cosplayers at cons that we go to. Yeah, that'd be cool. This is a suggestion. (laughs) I will, I will be we're, we're, we're learning even during the show. Look at that. We are indeed, and uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be I'd be one hundred percent down for that. Now, moving on, we have the anime highlight. Now, I'm going to bang on the trailer for you guys as usual, um, and then I will speak about it. Now, the anime highlight is an anime that has been featured uh, within the last couple of years, uh, within recent seasons. Uh, I am cheating a little bit. This one is a little bit older than a couple of years, but the dub isn't. So the dub, the dub is new enough to be considered. Uh, this is Domestic Girlfriend. I've mentioned it before. Never done a review on it. So here's the trailer for you guys. You guys can let me know what you uh, what you think when I realise that the sound isn't playing. Because that's a me thing to do, apparently. Ah. Professionally unprofessional, guys. Professionally unprofessional. He's that is correct. all it is. Uh, let me just grab Firefox. There we go. But before we get into it, the trailer may come across as be it being a lewd anime. It's not. There is no uncensored version before any of you guys start heading over to 9anime to try and research. It's not. Okay. Damn. 
<laughs> I, I know this some of you. Domestic Girlfriend tells the story of domestic girlfriends. Um, we, our MC has just lost his virginity to a girl that ends up eventually, the next day or within that same day even, becoming his stepsister, as does his teacher. Uh, they are sisters, and he lost his virginity to one, and he ha- he's madly in love with another. And, yeah, it, it, it tells a roller coaster story of emotions of those two falling in love with him and him fighting over his emotions for each of them, and the rights, the wrongs, the corruptness of it. Yeah, the incest, without it being incest, kind of nature of it. Um, it's at first I did kind of go, "Ew, what the fuck!" But then it went on. I was like, "Oh god, this story is actually deep, and it has one of the best, if not the best, opening of all time, in my opinion." Um, I absolutely love and adore this show. Um, I'm gutted we haven't had a season two yet. Maybe one day, but I have read the manga. And it's got some massive twists and turns that I highly recommend you all watch because it's it's intricate and it's deep. And it's really interesting to see them battle with their emotions and their morals. And yeah, it's it's a great show and you should all go and give it a watch. It is on Crunchyroll, it is on High Dive if you want to watch it in English. And it is 100% worth the watch. Uh, so season two, from what I can quickly see... Mm-hmm. Uh, confirmed oh has it when was that i don't know uh, it just it just seems it just seems that people are like speculating why when it may release they think it's been delayed due to covid so it's been announced or it, they know that it's in production but it just hasn't been officially announced when it's releasing yet interesting okay from what i can see season two is coming yeah we'd love that yeah i'm excited for that then now, for the Lamassu Show recommends, guys, as you guys know, this is one that is from all time, and I have picked one that follows the trend of girlfriends. Uh, and with this, uh, this is one that was actually used to be on Funimation. I believe it is now on Crunchyroll after they have bought them out. Um, this is my first girlfriend as a gal, and this is what started my train onto the girlfriend genre, being my first girlfriend as a gal, domestic girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. Uh, rent a girlfriend, etc. Uh, so this is where my journey all began. Um, as 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 the suggestion goes, as 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 as, as yeah. <laughs> as you guys can tell, this guy is part of the nerdy friendship group, and he is all about um, yeah, you know, he wanted to live a quiet life. He wanted to stay under the radar, and he he's nice to everyone, including the popular people. And his first girlfriend ends up being the gal, you know, with all the gal speak. Like, you know, so whatever, etc. You know, all that, all that bay trash. You know, basically like his friend was imitating at the start with that clip that we were watching. And I didn't realize it was a clip. Um, and it's, it's very funny. It is so funny. And he actually gets the girl, etc. And it's... I, I can't even, like, begin to explain how hilarious is it. So here we go. So the, these are our our girls here. here. Here's the nice shy one who you would expect him to be with. Here's his actual girl by here. Uh, the Gyaru. We already know what that it means from our recent anime. Uh, I wasn't really interested in her. And she's the one who likes to mess with him and try and steal him off of uh, our main girl here. And it all, it's all very interesting. Because it starts off hilarious. It starts off her playing with him. It starts off as a dare. 
And then she actually starts to fall in love with him. She actually starts to gain feelings for him. And that's where things get really interesting. Um, and, you know, it's... It, as the blurb says for you, so a new school term begins, as does the season of new encounters. As he surveys his class full of couples, Hashiba Junshi's mind is filled with distress as he asks himself, why am I still a virgin? Having heard from his friends that the easiest way to fulfill this long-standing desire to graduate from the Fellowship of Virgins is to no to- is to koto a- to a gal, Junshi <coughs> does exactly that and asks his classmate, Yukana, out. And unbelievably, she actually agrees to date him. Um, what will become of Junshi from now on? Unbeknownst to him, she was also dead by this friend here. Uh, but, yeah, it's, 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 it's a love story that has strong elements of hilarity to it. And it's brilliant. And I love it. And I think you guys should all give it a watch. Or at least a go. I'll, uh, I'll give it a go and I'll give you a review after I finish it. Fair enough. Dab's going on to Nine Anime to try and find the uncensored version. <laughs> I'm not typing at the moment. <laughs> the moment. <laughs> Giggity. So, on to take it away to Dav, whilst we go on to the Webtoon recommendation. Yeah, so I, I can't read Webtoon that fast, so I'm going to start rolling back the Webtoon recommendations, and each week I'm going to recommend... Oh, sorry, each month I'm going to recommend one anime uh, to give you guys a chance to read it and maybe to let me know what you guys think about each recommendation. So the two that I recommended so far were Always Human and The Advanced Player of the Tutorial Tower. Uh, if anybody in chat has read either of those, I'd love to know uh, what your opinions were. Uh, but those are the ones that I recommend. <clears throat> uh, I'll be recommending a new one next month as it's the start of January. Uh, so then you guys will have a whole month to... You know, make just tell me what you guys think. Yeah, so it sounds good. For it's it's hard to get through a webtoon, guys, and the binge read it. You know, you you all can't be like me and read at the speed of light. <laughs> yeah, what took me like two weeks to read, Michael read in like a day. I mean, he's he's not wrong. I mean, I I think I've caught up on two or three of his recommendations now. <laughs> and no, I've, no, you're I, really not wrong at all. And and one of them I think I've actually gone ahead with because I've got I've got the 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 fast pass. But yeah, so if any of you have read that, please please let us know, guys. Um, I, I know I'm very much enjoying the advanced player of the tutorial tower, especially. Sorry, my headset temporarily broke. You're good. I'm back. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I enjoyed the advanced play of the tutorial tower, especially. It's still ongoing. I am, I'm up to date. Can't lie. Um, but yeah, uh, no, I, so, I will. I will say, guys, uh, I do recommend getting the app. The if you want, if you're impatient like me, um, you can get newer episodes on the app. So, like it says with this one, read 15 more new episodes on the app. Those are app exclusive. Um, unfortunately, we don't have that method on the website to be able to read the extra chapters which just, I, uh, I find kind of well, weird yeah so just to give you guys a quick update in the most recent episode that came out since i last spoke about this uh we have finally or we have finally found out what he his answer to what his type is when it comes to girls and uh let's just say people don't necessarily take it how you'd expect them to take it or they might actually take it exactly how you expect them to take it but uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> I didn't expect uh, for that to happen. Um, but I'm glad that I now know what his type 
is, or at least what he showed them, because they left us on such a cliffhanger. And I'm like, man, I gotta know. What what is your type for the accidental harem? So I now know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's hilarious, and um, yeah, guys, I've I've got I've got no complaints. Like Dav, when he was recommending these these ones to me, those once he has recommended to me, has hit my genre on the head um, quite a few times, and it's it's a. Uh, it's quite it's quite interesting that, that and quite yeah. worrisome at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's one of my favourites is the advanced player. Um it's definitely in my top three that I have read. Oh and yeah, yeah. I've I've loved all the ones that you have recommended me so far. And it's it's not my favourite one of the three that you've recommended to me so far. But I, I know what is and we will eventually be bringing that one up. I, I don't think you do. I don't. I don't think you do. It's, I think the one you're thinking of isn't my favorite. So that's that's that. That'll be mm. interesting to see which one you you're thinking of. Um, okay, we shall see. But yeah, I've, I've, as you guys can see here, I've got a lot more to go through. I'm thinking of uh, going to the lone necromancer next, um, or I'm the max level newbie. Was my kind of shit. But yeah, there's there's some good shit on you guys. If you haven't joined Webtoon, uh, I recommend you do. It's it's a uh, very good and very people have a lot of. Uh, outstanding ideas mm. I wish I and had something, something as small as like always human it's it's so unknown in the grand scheme of things it's it's nice to be on a website and you can just look at something that a small creator has done because it might be your favorite thing some of the smaller creator stuff is absolutely phenomenal but it just doesn't get the push which other shows do so it's nice to get that mix especially on webtoons because they really do throw a mix at you they push the smaller creators very hard which a lot of other companies don't, so that's why I, I have a lot of uh, like for webtoons. Yeah, I completely agree. So, that's the end of most of our content, guys. Now, we do have the news. There's not a lot of news to go through today. Um, we have got a confirmation of Reincarnated as a Sword Season 2. Now, I'm probably going to leave this one to Dav when it eventually comes out. If he wants to watch Season 1 and decides to review Season 2 when we that eventually rolls around, he's more than welcome to. I won't be touching it. Um, I feel like I wasted my time with that one a little bit, sadly. Uh, I do like the little visual they gave, considering they're made by the same people as that time I was reincarnated as a slime. They did just like a little visual celebrating Season 2's announcement uh, of the two uh, conjoined together, which was nice. Um... We have Don't Only Miss Nagatoro Season 2. A uh, new trailer has been released. You can find that on YouTube. Uh, and as well as a visual for Toilet Bound Hanako Kun. Um, and lastly, we have Dark Deku. The final act for My Hero Academia Season 6 has been announced. Um, that's the last thing I'm going to show you, uh, guys, is Dark Deku's. Um, you know, kind of kind of character design for, for where he goes here, you know, so. We we he looks ragged. He looks kind of evil. Not villain. More more like um, what's the word? Vigil vigilante. We're kind of looking here. Um, the, it will all be explained. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil for you guys why this happens or anything like that. We're watching the anime. We'll find out in due course. But expect to see this new, more demonic, villainous kind of looking Deku than your normal happy-go-lucky goofy kind of kid um and i'm excited for it 
As always, guys, this is brought to you by The Lambency Show. Please don't forget to check out the website at thelambencyshow.com. You can join the Discord. You can listen to us on various outlets. You can rewatch our content here on Twitch. As always, as well, follow us on Twitter. Give us a vote for who won today's character versus character. Was it Cruel Teppers or was it Natsu Dragneel? Uh, we will find out. And let us know what parts of the content you like tonight so we know which ones to continue doing and which ones to lower the frequency of. Any closing yeah. statements from you, Duff? Uh, the only thing I would say is thanks for everyone who watched. Uh, appreciate all of you. And we'll see you next week for a new year and a new season filled with lovely, juicy content for all of you lovely people. I thought he was going to say lovely, juicy people then. I was kind of worried. I considered <laughs> it, but I changed, uh, I changed it the last second. <laughs> I bottled it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, guys, as uh, mirroring what Dav said there, Happy New Year in advance. We will see you next year with more content and new content. Till then, enjoy the rest of your year. Take care. Don't drink too much. And stay healthy and happy. Be good to yourselves. But mostly yourselves. <laughs>